0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Tales from Stringersburg. With me today, as always, Mad Flack.
1: Hello, humans. Our, our positions are different.
0: Okay. Because I'm not
1: using our traditional oh, Stringersburg. That's
0: right. Mercury. <laughs> <laughs> Mercury. Nope. Hmm?
1: Oh, me. You were promising hello? To yes, yes. yes, yes. Hi. <laughs> hello.
0: Sorry. And me, Drew. <laughs> uh today we're going to be doing something a little different we are not going to be doing superheroes we're going to be dipping back into our collective past of role-playing and we're going to be doing alchemicals from exalted very
1: dipping into our past again
0: yeah yeah that's true <laughs> yeah yeah fair D- enough double dipping <laughs> uh unfortunately uh ryan will not be joining us from now on he got a new job and his schedule's changed and unless things change back it doesn't look like he's going to be able to be with us back in the berg unfortunately so black needs to figure out what he wants to do story-wise minus lesion or whatever so I oh i thought
2: work. you were saying i i thought you were saying ryan needs to figure out what he wants to do in life have a job to be a part of this awesome stream. <laughs> I mean, well, duh, yeah, that's, a, that's an easy choice. Yeah, get your priorities choice.
1: straight. <laughs> yeah, well, we, we, we miss you, Ryan, if you're watching this, and we're sad you're not here, and we hope we can figure out a way to make that happen again.
0: Yes. But Mercury, if you want to give a, everyone a general rundown of our structure, and then I think you got a couple of extra things that you want to talk yeah. about.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, so our general structure for our stream is we hang out in character. We are uh, uh, focused on what we're doing and interacting with one another. Uh, for any uh, like when we're not uh, like on the on the spotlight, if we're not in the middle of a scene, we'll respond to you in chat. And then at the end, we'll be available if you want to hang out and uh, uh, you know ask this question, do a little AMA kind of thing. Uh, but uh, we're not ignoring you. We do see you. We do love you. You. We love you. Not you. We love you, though. And you can, um, yeah, hang out with us. Just don't be offended if we don't respond right away. So, um, yeah, so what, what I was going to bring up is uh, I am a little spacey today because I uh, have uh, started a, a some, it's not like uh, experimental is the wrong word, but it's sort of a, a cutting edge treatment for, uh, for uh, let's see, medication resistant depression. And so they have re- you may have heard of ketamine, it has a uh, a history as a party drug and it is a, a anesthetic that was approved in the I believe the 40s and uh it has been tested extensively as a treatment in a in a um a clinical setting when you have doses of it for a prolonged period of time like you get an IV, you're just kind of under for a while and then once you're out like when you're like after you've had several treatments it helps heal your brain it has neurochemical properties that help repair damaged brain cells so it helps heal parts of your brain it helps restore and the the research is still ongoing exactly what it does and unlike my primary character in stringersburg i am not a scientific genius so it make your brain good it's about as far as i got and uh and so uh, if anyone I out there, that,
2: I, I find that argument very persuasive.
1: Yeah, I think so. Um, so, if anyone out there is is struggling with uh, mental health of any sort, uh, anxiety, depression, PTSD—that's a big one—bipolar, cyclothymia, anything like that—this um, is a very as uh, good, uh, wide-reaching help. Um, I also, uh, from the research that I've done, uh, it helps with traumatic brain injuries as well. So, being a depressed person with a with a uh, hard clomp to the noggin. Uh, ketamine was a pretty i'm a pretty prime uh candidate for it and so i finished my um fourth treatment third treatment something like that uh i've had several treatments so far and today was one of them and so you're kind of just out and like think like a if you're uh if you're fortunate slash unfortunate enough to have a colonoscopy it's kind of like that so like when you come out you're sort of just groggy and you can't drink or anything like that before a while, yeah, I, I'm not fartier than normal hmm. after this. So I'm not not saying I'm not, saying not more than normal. So um, yeah, so if I get a little spacey or my energy kind of goes up and down, that's why. And uh, obviously I'd be happy to talk more about it, provide information, anything like that uh, to anyone who needs help. There are good things out there. There are good things, things are not just talk to someone and magically your problems will go away. There are some concrete steps you can take to make yourself feel better. Hell
3: yeah! Yay! Yeah, hundred percent behind that. Thanks, guys.
2: Yes, absolutely. World needs more better brains. That's right.
1: You want your brain to be better? Yeah, you do. Your bread, your bread brain bad brain. So brain be good with, with ketamine.
2: We lost him. <laughs>
0: oh no! And and role playing. He play. warned us. Role playing yeah. just to help help seal, help seal the brain.
2: That's right. That's you right. Know, you know, I bet if somebody studied it, they would find out that it does. I I'm bet. sure.
1: I'm sure. You know, it has
2: acting improv 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 impro- impro- totally. Improvising.
1: See, this is what I'm talking about. I got I got a, I'm a little short circuited today, so
0: improvisation.
2: Yes, I, I know what you that's
0: mean. All right. maybe,
1: improv maybe. improvisimation.
0: Maybe, maybe Quinn will be short circuiting a little bit. Who knows? There we go. There we go. <laughs> Well, uh, if there's no further business,
2: I will do a bit of an extended walk-in. Please do. Okay. So, uh, for those of you unfamiliar with the Exalted Universe, think about... (laughs) There's a lot. Think about uh, Greek mythology plus wire-foo movies, and you have the basic template. Um, The universe is alive with tiny spirits. Um, Everything is an energy force called essence, there's gods, there's demigods, there's titans, everybody fights each other, everybody has kids with each other, everything's crazy and fun. Um, Off to the side of the main exalted world, there's the world of Autochthonia, which is the body of Autochthon, the machine god. Uh, Autochthon is one of the titans, they don't call them that, but I'm using the Greek myth parallels here. Arachthon's one of the titans that helped the gods overthrow the other titans because they were cruel to him. And after the revolution, Arachthon took a few thousand souls, people, he, you know, gathered some people willingly and abducted some other people and fucked off to the void of space to live by himself because he didn't trust anybody. Uh, and over time, those people formed the eight nations of Autokthon, or Autokthonia, whatever. Um, the nation we're concerned with tonight is the nation of Nurad. Its history is interesting in that it was once a very progressive country in the sort of technological sense. They um, did a lot of experimentation with the technology, the magitech of this world. And, in fact, one of the major alchemical exalted there, one of these champions, who we'll get more into in a second, became a city called Pergyra. Um, this How do you spell solo, all that? Uh, P-E-R-G-Y-R-A, Pergyra. Um, it's, it's a condensed version of the name Perfected Hydraulic Grace, because that was her name when she was human size but alchemical exalted as they get stronger they grow and grow and grow they they become giant robot sized for a while and then they become cities and so she became a city called Pergyra, and the experimentation went horribly awry there and now that city is like encased in crystal it was destroyed in an accident and you can't go there now it's forbidden bad weird stuff is trapped in there and so after that nurad became a A more conservative country in the sense that like we can't afford to have another one of those mistakes so there are these waves of progress that fall back they try to push forward and then they fall back because they're trying not to die life in autochthonia is super hard it's humans living in a world full of machines and machine spirits and um, even the ones that are not hostile don't really understand human needs and so like if i'm the spirit of a big thumpy crushing piston that makes some other part of the machine god's body work I'm going to keep thumping the piston even if people walk into it you know and then there's the spirits that go bad there's a mysterious condition affecting some of the machines and spirits and people in Nurad and the other nations where they just want to willfully destroy the machine god instead of keeping him functioning with their effort and their prayers and all of that. So the main way one of the main ways the nations have survived is by creating the alchemical exalted who are basically soviet steampunk cyborgs is my um most Shink. condensed description. Artificial humanoids powered by magical technology um, all their powers are like machines built into them.
0: You are correct. For example, Conrad.
2: Uh, For example, one of our champions tonight, Mollifier of the Unquenched Thirst for Knowledge, played by Mercury, has a weapon built into his arm. He has a Mega Man arm cannon. So all of the special powers that they have come from some device built directly into their bodies. So... So They've got kind of a
1: sort of like robocop kind of quality to them which is to say that they are still human until they start to get incredibly powerful um but i guess you know in terms of like what our characters are going to look like is they would have a level of mechanical visual qualities to them when they they yeah. would have like it would they would look kind of metallic in places or it's, it's, right
2: especially resilient mechanized observer played by drew drew you want to
0: Yeah, and also uh, uh, one thing, and correct me if I'm wrong, is the alchemicals. Everyone's soul is in a soul gem that's on their forehead, and pretty much when you prove yourself, you get turned into an alchemical. It's a little bit like that. What they what they do is they take
2: souls of the most heroic people. That's right, and they sort of combine them into an alchemical. So each each alchemical has lived dozens or hundreds of lives before, because they're reincarnating constantly. And there's a group of, you know, magical scientists who keep track of people's reincarnations, and they pick the best people, and they make them alchemicals. But to go back to the well, idea of it being sort of obvious that they're mechanical, Observer's armor would stand out, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he and, like, all of his accoutrements, are made out of soul steel, which is, like, this metal where the souls of the dead have been, like, forged into shape. And that's what he's made out of. Involuntarily. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they're, they, you don't voluntarily get turned into soul steel.
0: Right. So his whole being yeah. is, is made out of this, and he's actually got a flaw where it, like, leaks out, and you'll hear, like, screams every now and then, or, like, moans. <laughs> he's very unsettling. <laughs> Although he doesn't mean to be, he's he's actually just a dutiful guy trying to do what
2: needs to be done.
0: Yeah, he's he's part of uh, the Soul Still kind of like the uh, enforcers or secret police of the alchemicals. Yeah, all of the
2: alchemicals are primarily made out of one magical material or another, and your magical material sort of determines your your cast or your role. So, Mollifier or or Quinn, as we're gonna call mm-hmm. him for short quins of the star metal cast and the star metal are sort of like the planners the um architects sort of are yeah the ones who operate behind the scenes who like set the context for other people to do whatever it is they do so um let's let's just take a minute for each of you to describe salient points of the character and then i'll set the scene i'm gonna read the briefing document that you guys will receive as like a psychic email your characters just get it in their brains but I'm going to read it so the audience can get it but um, let's hear a little bit more about Quinn and then a little bit more about Observer
1: so Quinn um, the concept behind Quinn is that he's a I pictured him more as like a well I guess I guess, um, I, I wrote this character oh gosh probably shortly after I wrote Claire I would imagine so mm. this is a an older character for me because I, I wrote claire probably about 13 years ago and um quinn i wrote maybe 11 years ago something like that and maybe 10 years 10 or 11 years ago and so uh so some of the original concepts where the character was a uh seeker like like wishful adventure like kind of a like younger 20s like um uh, uh, like someone, someone, uh, searching for adventure, searching for, uh, uh, uh maybe proving themselves. So like,
2: uh, a like a Jack from the Jack tales. Yes.
1: Yes. Like Jack from the Jack Tales. and Quinn is accompanied by a, uh, small, I, I, what's the
2: name? Did we ever name the orb? It's always just been the orb. As far as I know, you can name it if you want. Okay.
1: Well, let's, let's, let's put an asterisk on. What we'll call it, but um, Quinn is a, Qu- Quinn is accompanied by a glowing, like seemingly floating orb that just stays between, you know, one to twelve meters behind him or above him, like just in this general area here. And it served as a targeting system for his arm cannon, and it also provides a kind of a schematic lookup. So it's a it's a really high level artifact that he had that's attuned to him. That he uses to help uh, place his shots and to look up information about uh, primarily schematics and maps. That's kind of its main focus. It's not just general knowledge. It's those two things in particular.
2: You could you could argue that the orb mm. is a machine spirit. Oh yeah. Rather than well, I mean, an intelligent uh, artifact, but the line between those two things is very blurry. Yeah.
1: I I, I just mechanically wanted to, meant for it to be an artifact. But yeah, in terms of the story, it could totally be that. So so the character's still uh in the sort of sketched out penciled in phase. That's why I'm I'm not intentionally being ambiguous. The character is still being written, so so those those are the concepts and things that I have put together for the character so far.
2: But uh Mollifier is really good at repair and <laughs> um sort of like Magitech tinkering. Mm-hmm. Uh, among other things got a good medicine oh right yeah Yeah. in fact um you might want to check that check the uh notes that i just put in your private message there yes just to make sure um, there's also
1: personal force-filled nanoswarm um uh oh yeah you you put it as familiar Rather than rather than as an artifact,
2: I I was looking through the old books and I was trying to be like it's kind of like this one but kind of like that one. Can I combine the stats? And I was like, I I I can't fucking yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't know I don't these, know. <laughs> these three dots look simpler than those dots plus those dots divided by two. So that's I like it. That's what we're going with. It's not the it's not quite the same as being indestructible, but if it gets destroyed, you can just pray to the you know submachine mm-hmm. god of whatever. And it'll just reappear. Submachine god.
1: I know you said submachine god, but I thought for a second you said submachine god, and I was like, "That's pretty yeah. awesome."
2: Well, if there were submachine guns in Autochthonia, there would be a god of submachine guns. So, That's,
1: I mean, I mean, if th- that means there's a god of arm cannons, so better, pretty cool so far. Better,
2: better, better pray to that god on the regular. <laughs> I I understand that um they kind of do a similar thing in. Some of the uh, Warhammer forty k stuff. There's I was the, like just about to bring that that. Mm-hmm.
0: the tech priest of Mars, yeah. where they spend three weeks talking, you know, praying to the machine spirit of a of a gun to get it to operate correctly, and like some alien Xenos I... is like boop boop boop. Okay, there you go. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I I definitely designed this character
1: before I I read any. Uh, warhammer 40k like that's how long ago this was is that i didn't know anything Mm -hmm. about it then as i've gone back through it i'm like there's a couple little parallels here and there that i don't really intend
2: (laughs) as as i understand it in the 40k universe those people like their their prayers are hollow it's a big ritual to cover the fact that they barely know what they're doing whereas in the exalted universe you have to know how the mechanical part works but the spiritual part is very real. And you also have to know how that part works to get it to function. Like, there, it's it's not like I'm doing, I say I'm doing this, but I'm actually doing this badly. It's like I'm doing both of these things at the same time because they're the same thing.
1: That's cool.
3: That's
2: cool. I Did you dig it. Tell us, tell us a little bit about Observer.
0: Uh, resilient Mechanized Observer is a soul cast, uh, soul Steel, And he. When he was forged, something went wrong. Like, he wasn't privy to to whatever knowledge or or whatever the experience was. But he, like, the souls leak out of him occasionally. He can only speak in whispers. Uh, He doesn't have, like, a divided essence pool. Uh, For people that aren't familiar with Exalted, you have, like, a personal and a peripheral essence pool. And you can spend personal and your anima which is like your the manifestation of your soul won't flare out he doesn't have that like all of his like no matter what he spends like just leaks out of him um so his it's, it's very inspicuous. obvious he, yeah yeah um which is funny because he's like an, an investigator uh, so he doesn't want to be obvious all the time um he's very like calm and calculating he'll stand in the same place for a week just looking trying to like find if there's cults around or any shady business he'll just stand in the middle of like a a town square and not move for a week um and he's he's stealthy and he just
1: stands there and says what's all this then
0: yeah and and he's (laughs) he's stealthy in the sense that he doesn't move quietly but he'll take the amount of time he needs to get somewhere without anybody seeing him, um, just just through like observation. Cool. Um, that's so that's so Poe. That's uh, what's that story? Telltale Heart. That's yeah. Just,
2: that's what the guy in that does. The the narrator. That's how he sneaks up on his neighbor. He's just super slow. Mm-hmm. It's so
0: fucked up. Uh, but yeah, he he like he tries to be at least cordial to people even though he's incredibly unsettling to be around like he's he's not like a nice guy but he's not he's considerate but he doesn't know how to like emote it properly just because of like what he is um but he cares a lot about the proletariat and like that's his main that's his main drive and he's got Yeah, they Go ahead. Go ahead he's got like tricky combat stuff like he'll either attack from real far away like he's got charms that like let him shoot through walls without damaging the walls because he can't damage someone's hard work um
2: (laughs) or if he gets into
0: i like that reasoning yeah or if he gets into like close combat he'll generate like a big fog cloud and like move around inside it because he'll be able to see his targets but they won't be able to see him and he takes like pot shots so... Our characters gonna fight
1: very well alongside each other. <laughs> like being able to conceal and coordinate shots from afar, that's gonna be awesome. Yeah. But he also Did looks
0: like either... he's he he looks like he's built like a brick shit house. Like he's got tons of armor, tons of health levels.
3: So
2: he's not gonna be taken out of the fight, even if he's taking damage. Hopefully, he's gonna, not. He's gonna linger. He's going to be there. For, he's going to be there for you. He's going to
1: set you straight. thing start. with Quinn. Same thing with Quinn, but Quinn doesn't look it. That's the... That's what I like aesthetically about Quinn, is that Quinn's, like, little. Like, like, like just like a small dude. It's just like, boom! Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine.
0: Because <laughs> Quinn is star metal? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And for those that don't know, star metal's Quinn. like the fate metal. <laughs>
2: Right, yeah, yeah. We I, we should probably not get into the the core setting at all. Otherwise, we'll just
0: talk about the books
2: all night. <laughs> They're so cool. <laughs> they, are. they are. If you've
0: never played but, Exalted, is amazing.
2: I mean, it's true. We we played first and second. There is third edition. I don't know who's playing it, but it is out there. That's I, cool. I I took a look at one of the books uh, a few months ago, and yep. if I read it correctly, they have a. Th- thing now where your artifacts can have their own charms. Kind of like in those JRPGs where, you know, once you equip oh. this weapon, you learn that from it.
0: That's what I, I was doing with our games. Where you could dump mm. experience points into your weapons and they'd have special abilities.
2: Yeah. I'm on well, board for that once again, Drusifer people who are more financially successful than us are telepathically stealing your ideas ours collectively well but specifically yours Mm.
1: (laughs) (laughs) More ideas comrade
2: all right that's right that's right nurad's ideas these ideas are the property of the state (laughs) that's right well um i'll talk a little bit about nurad um Drew, I'm going to send you the first of those playlists that I mentioned. All
0: right. Yes, as always, everyone, we will be dumping the playlist into chat uh, as Flocky has curated this for everyone. So I've made a series of short playlists for specific
2: situations. These These first couple of tracks are going to be relevant to just sort of the opening situation and the location where we begin, which is the capital city of Shastar. Um Shastar is one of these cities that was once an alchemical exalted so it's called a Patropolis um Shastar identifies male so patro whatever that greek root is one of the unusual things about Shastar is that uh in the city there's a lot of stone normally everything in Autochthonia is made out of you know metal it's like pipes and big you know conduits full of stuff but shastar has a special charm that takes particles from the air and condenses them into stone this is a municipal charm he has called the lithic condensation engine so um shastar is also on the bank of a reservoir um i'm gonna share something with y'all on my screen wow this is a map that I drew of my version of the nation of Shastars. Mm-hmm. So in the hey. center here, you Click. can see this. There c- we go. In okay, the center, it's up on the stream you now. The c- oh, good. Here in the center, you can see the city of Pergyra, which is the one I was talking about earlier, where there was the disaster. But we're over here now in Shastar. You can see there's this big area that I've labeled Deer Reservoir, so um, there's a couple of big bodies of standing water in the nation here. Shastar is the biggest city. It's along this bank, and a lot of this specific area along the edge of the reservoir here is built. Uh, the The buildings, the housing, whatever they are, they're built out of blocks of this stone that Shastar makes. Um, it's, a, it's a sort of noir-ish city. It's old, it's dark. Um, Nurad itself is kind of a a dark country in the sense that, um, most of it is in this one huge, wide open space inside the machine god's body. And the way that, because of its height and the patterns of condensation and evaporation in the water, Shastar has weather, or not just Shastar, Nurad has weather, and Shastar is a particularly rainy city. Um, there's also something like a sun in the ceiling of of the nation cavern. I mean imagine a cave miles big. In the ceiling of the nation cavern is a city called Wisant, and Wissant has a light that hangs down from the bottom, and every 5 hours the color of the light changes, and that's how people in Nurad track the passage of time. Um
1: what what what's the light like? Like, is it like a sun? Does it change between like five colors? Is it?
2: I don't think it would change between like five primary colors. I think that would be too disorienting, even for human beings that are from a magical world. So I think there's probably like a hint. I think it's generally yellowish sunlight. Uh, sunlight, yeah. But I think with each shift, there's a slight tinge, like. One of them's a little green. One of them's a little blue. One of them's a little red. You know, so there's 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 some flavor to it. But it's like watching a movie where they've filmed with a gel lens. Yeah. Um, Everything's got a filter over it. Like, yeah, right, right, right. So each of your characters has been about some other business, but you've been called to Shastar. Um, by some sort of magitech means of of communication, that's not obvious. Um, Shastar is a very, very old and very, very powerful alchemical himself. So when he wants to talk to you, you are talked to. Um, I'm going to
3: shut this stream for a minute,
2: but um, I'll be happy to bring that map back if it becomes when it becomes useful. Um, so. Just a little bit about what each of you has been up to uh before this. Drew, you and I had some chats a while ago when we were first talking about doing this about an investigation that um observer was going about. Mm-hmm. Um what do you remember about that?
0: Not a lot. It's it's been a minute and there's quite a been few things. Don't worry about it.
2: We'll just we'll just sum it up this way. Observer was talking to another alchemical whose name is Noble Unseen Patriot. That's right. And Patriot, who's another star metal cast, was doing some sort of like paramilitary covert intelligence kind of work. And um, he occasionally would exchange information with Observer. And the most recent thing that he left in one of their spots where they do dead drops for each other, he left a uh a one
3: sentence note which I'm gonna type to you now. Okay. Um it's a question
2: about a name and you don't know the name. Alright. Like that is that's not like oh I, I I know who that is and this is what happened to them. Okay. So that's the last contact you had with uh, Patriot, um, but you—I think you wouldn't have been part of an assembly, which is what they call teams of alchemicals. I think you probably would have had some some solo. Assignment. Didn't
0: didn't I get reassigned from the the place the city I was previously because he didn't gel quite well with the other soul stills because they were way harsher than he was and so he got I like transferred to this to this new place.
2: Yeah, 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 that's great. Um city-wise that was probably Steam City Toshmoy, which is in the north.
3: Mm-hmm. It's
2: a place where there was a a lot of like criminal networks, and so they would have probably assigned him there. And uh those sort of like all one cast assemblies are are unusual. So um, yeah, I, I I like the idea that he was he was not uh, mean enough yeah to, to stay part of that unit. Makes sense. Um, Mercury, what do you imagine Quinn is doing or was doing before he's assigned to this detail? Like, what sort of work would he be doing normally? Oh my-
1: I always liked the idea of Quinn being an architect for charms and artifacts, like an overseer of familiars and coordinating like I always I uh, like the the sort of grease monkey, but like I guess I guess due to the due to the nature of cuz cuz some of the original concepts were Jade and Jade would be a little bit more in the trenches, and so mm-hmm. um I kind of like the idea of of uh Quinn being not un, not unlike uh, observer being a soul still who doesn't quite belong as a soul still. Quinn being like, no, I'm star metal, but like, I want to like get my hands dirty. I want to go mm-hmm. do the things. I want to fix stuff and make things right for people. And yeah, I'll help coordinate what you need, but I, I could go down there and I could fix it for you.
2: So um, here's something for that. Then um, I have on Quinn's sheet that uh, he has honorary backing in the conductors yeah yeah um, mm-hmm. there are five basically magical guilds mm-hmm. in uh in in Nurad and all uh autochthonia and the the conductors their full name is something like the pious conductors of the hallowed veins or something like that mm-hmm. um it's in the book, somewhere. something
1: real exalted
2: yeah <laughs> why use why use one word when four and a semicolon will Will suffice (laughs) but the the conductors a a big part of their role is to make sure that um, the cities of the nations have the resources they need and they do that by going out into what's called the reaches the unsettled Mm -hmm. regions yeah finding pipes full of like nutrient stuff and water and they make sure that they make their way to the cities and so I imagine Quinn being like a field technician perfect. Going out with those applications, fixing stuff. Nailed it. Okay. So, um, each of you telepathically receives the same message. And, um, I'm just going to read this to you, and then we're going to go immediately to Shastar City, and you two meeting each other. We're just going to skip the travel time as you go from wherever you are to there. Cool. Um, Those of you who can't see this, just know that I gave this from and to and a subject line, as if it's an email. Because, by God, it may be magitech and it may be steampunk, but it's bureaucratic, and so <laughs> it's like it communications are emails. <laughs> uh, it the, would be helpful uh, for organizing them.
0: Yeah, I and it's mean, got yeah. a lot of CCs. Uh, <laughs> oh, ugh.
1: don't CC me on another damn email. <laughs> You know I'm talking about Larry.
2: (laughs) So, you understand that this message is about reassignment. Greetings, comrades. A matter of potentially great importance demands that the three of you form an assembly for the purpose of executing one or more tasks, referred to hereafter as your mission. Effective immediately, your assignments to other assemblies are terminated, and you are assigned to Assembly 4611-B-6. The National Tripartite Assembly advises against the use of any other informal name for your assembly, particularly by the populat. That's the working class. Metropolis Shastar adds that such data slippage may seem trivial, but can create vectors of informational attack that enemies of the state may exploit. Again, you are 4611-B-6. The National Tripartite Assembly reminds you that Nurad is currently at threat condition Epsilon, indicating wide but shallow levels of criminality and or heresy within the nation. Maintain vigilance at all times. This includes periodic checks of your comrade's spiritual welfare. If at any time you believe a comrade is in a condition that would render them unfit to participate in completing your mission, send a report to the National Tripartite Assembly immediately detailing what you believe is your comrade's ailment. In the interest of optimizing your ability to complete your mission successfully, a decision has been made to provide you with the following information. Our nation is politically divided. Many of the cities of Nurad fail to fully recognize the authority of the National Tripartite Assembly. This is improper. However, correcting such improprieties may or may not be part of your overall mission, or relevant to specific tasks. Petropolis Shastar recommends that when completing a task conflicts with restoring full and rightful recognition, task completion takes precedence. Your mission consists of the following tasks. Make way by fastest available transport to hydro station Biedlat, there to report to an ad hoc meeting of the local tripartite assembly and be sworn determine the cause of the silence a spreading refusal or inability to speak among the citizens of hydrostation biedlat investigate any relevant connections to related phenomena in other communities specifically ice city lodniki and metropolis exforustra if a correct request is made in writing Assist local Tripartite Assembly of Hydrostation Biedlat in maintaining public order and functionality. Advise National Tripartite Assembly of your findings and await further instructions. Far-seeing Paragon has authority to appoint temporary replacements for local Tripartite Assembly members or any other official determined to be necessary to the completion of your mission whose post has been vacated by casualty. If any task obliges you to enter the reaches, monitor for signs of blight, and report your findings in a timely manner to both local and national tripartite assemblies, Metropolis Shastar wishes you swift and efficient success in completing your mission I may have been a little too emotive there, just imagine a <laughs>
0: flat
1: would be less emotive than that.
0: All right, let me let me read these back to you make sure. The, this is shorthand. Make way to hydra, Hydro Station Ledluck? Biedlat.
2: B-I-E-D-L-A-T. Okay. Is it a
1: reference to
0: something? Um, Knowing you,
2: it's a reference to something. It
0: probably was when
2: I wrote it, but I can't remember I it. it now.
0: <laughs> uh, Determine oh. cause of, of silence in the Populate? Yes. Uh... Mm-hmm. Make sure it's not spreading to Ice City Ludnik and City what?
2: Uh, Ice City Ludniki, L-O-D-N-I-K-I. Mm-hmm. L-O-D-N-I-K-I. Okay. And the other one is called Metropolis because it's an alchemical. x4ustra. I'll just type it to you.
1: We could we get a copy of that, or is it is it
2: I relevant we that we don't have a copy this. of it? you can have a copy. Let me just give you the link again. I I have it
0: in a drive folder.
2: Uh, What else got, Drew? Uh,
0: Farseen Paragon has pretty much jurisdiction and lateral control over a lot of stuff. And Mm -hmm. we are to only be referred to as Unit 4611-6. Uh,
3: four six one 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 dash
2: dash, six b. dash b. oh there
1: you oh, it's four six one one dash six dash b that's it okay oh i put it i put it backwards
0: in chat and if we, want we and if we have to go well, if we have to okay. go to the the reaches then watch out for blight yes that's right and the the blight is this sort of like
2: pervasive weird magical sickness that's been happening more and more it's kind of like i mean think of it as like a as like a toxic waste area except the toxic waste is spiritual that's that's basically what the blade is right. it's like areas of of autochthonia where everything is just like so bad that the laws of physics don't work and like things are harmful to life
3: Oh, I was
1: I was correct originally. Dash B dash six.
2: Oh, did I say it the wrong way?
1: Well, you said it the right way the first time. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then I second guessed it.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, that is a reference.
2: Dash B dash six. Uh. I was just talking to, with somebody else about this movie yesterday, Brazil, another uh oh, good yeah. piece of source material for like a dystopian bureaucratic world. I like it. They like the cops like bust into this guy's house and shoot him and they find out they've got the wrong man cuz like a fly fell in the typewriter and the b became a d and they got the wrong guy because of that and then like the repair crew that comes to fix the hole in the ceiling from where the cops busted into his house. They're trying to fit the like exact size piece of flooring back in, and they drop it, and one of these guys is like, Bloody hell, they've gone back to Metric without telling us. <laughs> it's it's so good. Anyway, so um, the two of you receive this and immediately make your way to Petropolis Shastar. Um, along the way or when you get there, you're informed that the third member of your group, Farseeing Paragon, is already in Biedlat. He he was sent ahead of you to sort of reconnoiter or something. He was he was he was sent ahead, and you're gonna you two are gonna f- follow him once you're prepared. So speaking of prepared, keep in mind each of you has a couple of charms in the vats. Um if you look on uh, your character sheets on the second sheet, mm-hmm. you'll see a couple at the bottom of the list. They have a box check that says panoply. That means those are in storage for you. So if you want to switch anything out, you can do it. Now Mercury um Quinn right now has one charm slot that is empty. Okay.
3: So that'd
1: probably be the um, uh, uh, two charms through the vats, the hologram one, and the one it's built on, the six augmentation
2: from manipulation. Right. So if you if you want to slot both of those, you would have to switch out one of the things that you do have. But okay. if you just wanted to add the manipulation excellency, you could just add that in and and have it. And it's okay. basically just like, the 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 sixth excellency is a um attribute plus ability combo so if you have that you you suddenly have socialize five when you use it with manipulation so pretty cool just, like faultless social grace yeah that seems that seems pretty pretty darn useful and
1: what would be the one i'd be leaving behind
2: um the other one that you have in the Panoply radiant iconography array, that's the hologram projector.
1: And what's that one for? Like like a is it so, like a distraction?
2: You can you I mean, it's got a couple of, of add-ons. Um chromatic lies and intrinsic evocation system are both um submodules. I I added the two of them because they basically remove the the limits that the core charm has. So like you can use the holograms to to as like social stunts for kind of whatever you want. I mean just think of what you could do with a hologram projector. That's cool. Um, the, the range the range isn't like infinite, but you could use it for distractions. You can use it to like make your social behaviors more like you can use the images to enhance what you're doing socially or, or whatever. So, and like, I'm not going to cue too closely to the rule book here. I mean, sure. We'd all go nuts. So just,
1: yeah. So if I'm, if I'm, um, well, if I want both of those, I see there's, there's general, there's dedicated for my charms Mm -hmm. are dedicated. The ones I can't change out.
2: You can change out any of them. That's actually kind of yeah. a meaningless distinction right now because that's basically for for XP purposes. Okay. So I wouldn't worry about it in this case. Um, some of the things you could take out without affecting anything else, um, I think you could take out the imprinted data cluster, and that's basically like you have slots for these crystals in your brain, mm-hmm. and the crystals can be specialties in whatever, and you can just slot them in
1: oh that's cool so printed data clusters would i lose a specialty in something i don't think i already have that calculated do i
2: no the specialties that you have on your sheet right now are just things that quinn knows okay so if you if you keep the data cluster you can go into the vat and be like give me plus three in this or give me plus one in three different things or whatever
1: oh so it, it ups abilities so it um, gives me three points of it, abilities it, or of, of specialties. That's right. That's right. So it's um it's- yeah, it's- I think I'm going to swap out uh imprinted data cluster um uh-huh. and slot in the the sixth manipulation augmentation for socialize and radiant iconography array.
2: Okay. All right. Duly noted. Yeah. Um Drew, do you want to uh, One- do any swapping for uh observer?
1: Really- fun fun side story, fun and embarrassing side story before we get to Drew. My wife convinced me, this is a true story, and this has nothing to do with my earlier discussions about my mental health conditions, just what an idiot I am. My wife convinced me that duly, duly noted meant that it was noted twice. <laughs> and I was like, is that what that means? She's like, oh yeah. And I was like, man, I, you know, I never knew. That is so crazy that I've, all these years have gone by and I never knew that dually noted. admit... And she's like, it doesn't mean twice. She's like, Come on, Mercury. I was like, sorry.
2: She was embarrassed for me. I In a fun I, way. I can only imagine her, like, laughter and sadness at the scene.
1: I think that's exactly how she would have
0: described it. All right.
1: I,
2: well played, Mercury's wife.
0: She's great. I think I'm going to switch out Aim calibrating sensors for deception recognition system.
2: I just, I think dedicated harmonic targeting is is uh has aim calibrating sensors as a as a prereq.
0: Ah, okay. Ah, you're right. It's
2: like it's like it's the more so like first you have a thing that helps you aim. After that, you have a thing that helps you aim so well you can shoot through walls okay
0: all right um pretty phenomenal yeah i feel like deception recognition system would be really handy but i can't think of anything that i'd want to drop to to pick it up
2: what's Um, your um what's your artifact matrix is that your is, is, is i think that makes your smash fist
0: yeah yeah it it's, okay. it makes my smash fist, and I think it makes my uh, my essence bow.
2: Oh, the 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 crossbow I intended to be separate.
0: Okay, that's that's right. That's, there's that, there's artifacts. That, that's, that's just right.
2: an artifact that you have. I think. Yeah, you're right. I, it's been a little while since I built these characters. You could um you could you could lose a little armor plating. You could lose the uh, strain resistant chassis health levels.
0: Yeah, those health levels are nice.
3: Um let's
0: Well, I don't that'd be metagaming. I don't want to do that.
3: Um
2: <laughs> There's uh, well, uh well, your, the your 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 arm extended Go go gadget arms. Yeah.
0: Let's let's just keep his load out because If we're dealing with something called the silence, then like seeing if people are telling the truth may be a moot point, like if they're not speaking. Hmm. So Good thinking.
2: Yeah. Good thinking. Yeah. So let's get Okay. In that case, um, we'll just say that where uh wherever Quinn was, uh it was closer. And Quinn has, has arrived and gone into the Vats uh and then Observer gets there. So the VATS complex is this. Um you, you've heard that VATs in other nations are these like big, gleaming, well-appointed, beautiful facilities where like a new alchemical comes out and is very comfortable in like a you know Google campus sort of way, like nice art on the walls and beanbags and shit. The one in Nurad is not like that. Nurad is a nation in crisis. There's a huge Blight Zone. And Nurad is like slowly in a tectonic plate kind of way shifting toward it. So you're going toward, the whole country is going toward a giant toxic waste zone. Everybody is scared. Resources are tight. It's pretty fucked up. In fact, if each of you want to test out the uh, Dice Roller for me, Let's have a lore roll from each of you. So you just go dot roll, and then put
3: in the number. You said okay. investigation?
2: Uh, No, I think lore, because oh, this lore. is sort of like general uh, knowledge rather than like finding something out. General knowledge. So
0: intelligence plus lore?
2: Oh, yes, that's right. Sorry.
1: You have we, to combine we, things. We haven't, with yeah, we haven't played D10 in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> right. Three successes.
3: Okay.
1: I see three. And
3: not bad on four dice. Yeah, not bad at all. Boom. Oh
2: shit. Okay. Um, all right. Observer knows that um far seeing paragon was part of a group uh and an assembly um of all chemicals that was made recently. And um, in the in the populat, they're often called the last batch.
3: Um, Why, Quinn
2: uh, well, <laughs> it's a matter of speculation, as far as observer is concerned. Mm. Quinn knows that they were constructed using a a resource cache of magical materials that nobody else in the nation knew existed like the 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 national government was hiding it from the cities because all the cities have been like we need more auric outcome to make the shielding that keeps the the void golems away like send it and they're like we don't have it we don't have it but they did they had enough to build an auric cast exalt which is a was lot called, it was called far-seeing paragon so um they were a uh perfect batch one of each cast they were they were made a few years ago and um part of that i was part, you ran a system with them didn't you mm-hmm.
1: yeah that yeah, was i mean is, a session a couple of sessions with them that was fun there you go this That's is a follow five, five years ago yeah story. yeah so this is a this is um, a like the sequel to it
2: mm-hmm. cool it it takes place a year after that remember the fight on the tram
3: that was mm-hmm. awesome that was Excellent. super cool
2: good good yeah um so observer would know that uh the last batch was sent for their inaugural mission to this far away mining settlement like on the edge of of the nation, and um in addition to that, Quinn would know that there were there were there were like rumors that something went terribly wrong there but like nobody but that's just like gossip. So it's it's hard to say what that might mean. But um observer arrives in this very stripped down bare bones vault facility. There's there's still the big vat of like, you know, bubbling chemical froth and stuff that Quinn is suspended in while technicians switch out his charms there's like a you know uh waldo extendable arm thing that goes into the liquid and is like unbolting this system and like riveting that thing in but um there's that there's only a, a handful of techs in here and they look rushed they look pretty ragged so they're they're hurrying to complete this job and um you think that they're feeling extra stressed because not only is an exalted here watching them do their work you're here watching them do their work so they might know some people you're made out of too so
0: right. <laughs> and, and uh to, to give everyone a rundown of what uh, observer looks like he's got almost like this pith helmet style but instead of just like two round red eyes like he's got eyes all the way around his head um and he's built like the front and back of him are very symmetrical so if he's standing still, it's kind of hard to tell, like, where his front and where his back are. um, And, you know, he's got these, like, big soul still plates, so it looks like he's almost got, like, half shields on his forearms and everything like that. And he's just this massive dude, you know, he's, like, six, seven feet tall and almost as wide uh, just from all the armor and everything that he's got on and uh just like standing completely still yeah his stock still like he'll move and then he just stops and he doesn't like fidget he doesn't adjust or anything and he's got like all these little tiny valves all over him and like his knuckles will like twitch occasionally like his hands will like um what's the movie uh like Ghost in the Shell. Oh well, kind of Ghost in the Shell, like the like, gee, 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 uh, yeah, I, Iron Man when he when he first puts on the suit when it's still silver and it's like adjusting all yeah. the flaps and stuff, like that's oh. how like his body
2: will move. That's right. cool. Cause his 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 punchy thing is sort of a an an internal artifact mm-hmm. that's always sort of like,
0: and he's and he's got a big uh, soul steel crossbow like hanging off of his hip. And uh So just so everyone knows, I am gonna be stage whispering because he can he can only speak in whispers.
2: Yeah. His his construction was a rush job as well. They, they were just like, We need a super secret cop right now. Just yeah. get it done. And they got it done and they were like,
3: Oops. Oops a
2: <laughs> secret. <laughs> Sneezed and his anima banner unfurled, and people could see him for miles. Like, what? <laughs> Somebody got fired mm. over that shit. So, uh, Quinn is, uh, Quinn is hurriedly decanted, uh, released from the tank. All the bubbling, magical chemical fluid drains out. Quinn sees observer there i don't think either of you knows each other at this point but you would probably be aware of each other's existence you probably at some point were given a list of all of the other alchemicals in the nation just to be like if somebody comes to you and says they're an exalt and they say this is their name check it against this list you have to pay the cover you do not get in
1: i i would imagine that quinn would have a pretty good handle on that list i think I think, uh, uh, despite maybe his temperament, otherwise his his propensity for main like retaining
2: knowledge like this would be really high. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, um, as as smart as the smartest human, your character, right?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. He's as smart as the smartest human, and so uh,
2: he
1: he comes out and he he's fixing he's fixing his hair and he's got um, let's see. Always pictured it as this, like a, uh, 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 like a golden brown, uh, like a like a tighter, like, like almost like a gi type robe, and with very little stuff on him, just like a like maybe maybe just like a belt, and that's it. Apparently, no, there's not really anything else that Quinn carries with him, and he's his hair his hair got messed up in the. I always picture the vats as wet. And so yeah. I picture Quinn coming out like drying off and fixing his hair and he looks oh, yeah. up and he
2: goes go ahead. And and like it's it's not even water. It's some sort of weird magical chemical goop.
3: Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> um, He 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 looks up and he looks up and looks up. <laughs>
1: I know you. I know you. I mean I don't know you, but I know you. I know who you are. You're um uh you're the um, observer. What is it? What's this observer? What's your name? Resilient recognized observer. Your 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 audio cuts out a little bit. So maybe like how about this? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Resilient, that's
4: better. resilient recognized observer
1: that's right yes yes you 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 probably you probably got the message too right that we're uh um, we're doing a thing is that you correct is that you and me we're gonna be doing a thing i cuts out i'm sorry drew all right it, it I'll, sounds I'll so it a, good i'll do it a little the, long He's just... the, it cuts off it cuts off the beginning of what you're saying right.
0: i'm sorry uh, no i got you uh see if i can do it a little better uh or you can just put it on push to talk yeah
1: correct yeah. mollifier how's that yeah perfect there we go oh good you do know who i am okay so records um, indicate that you prefer quinn both work both work, yeah. Quinn's Quinn's generally better. His hair's his hair's finally getting back into like a pretty a pretty good shape. He's pretty happy with it about now, and he's smiling.
2: Um, so it's uh, go ahead. There's a there's a there's there's the glowing orb in the background, hovering yeah. behind Quinn.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I like it. I like it just returning now. It kind of was like up behind somewhere, and it just sort of comes into sort of ho- ho- like hovers behind him.
3: Th- this is with me. I believe that we should go find Farseen Paragon. Do you know where he is? I will make inquiries.
0: And he just, like, turns onto a tech. Salutations, Populate.
3: We are looking uh, for Farseen uh, Paragon. We seek information.
2: Uh, not to, uh, of course, Champion. Uh, I am, uh, scholar third class uh Rill but uh I can help you. Thank you for your contribution uh, to the Populate Quill. Right, thank you. Um just a moment. Um he goes over to a uh what looks like a there's there's like a dumbwaiter in the wall and then there's uh like a, a pad with a bunch of glyphs and he touches a bunch of glyphs uh really quickly and then uh there's like a big whoosh and he opens the dumbwaiter thing and a piece of like thin flexible material comes out he looks at it he says uh um i have been told that your orders are to proceed to hydro Station biedlot by the fastest available route um so there's there's the tram you could take the pneumatic tram or we do have air transport here you could take an airship um I don't know off the top of my head, which is faster, also not my place uh also, I, I would know uh, i'm yes. sorry I'm sorry, Josh, I'm sorry, that's fine uh Quinn, Quinn would know, and um air transport would be faster because I will share again the map.
1: can you see that now mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yep. It's up on stream too. And we can see your mouse. So
2: Okay. So uh Shastar oh whoops. Shastar is here. Uh there's you can see here this tiny little thing I with a flag. I can't
1: see your mouse. That's weird. Oh. I could. I could when you were showing it earlier. That's
3: strange. Hmm. Okay.
0: I love you. So were you
1: sharing your screen or a window? Because like, if you share like your whole Oh, it looks the same. That's weird my screen you know what i mean like share an app versus share your i guess that would share your whole screen i don't know if you want to right. do that
2: yeah no i i specifically chose this there you oh, go there it can is see it now yep, yep. i can oh, see okay. it yep yep right, whatever great. you did whatever Excellent. you did fixed it all right uh yeah. so let me i wonder if it'll show this uh so i bet the, the yeah, there you go. this yep. line all right uh that line sucks but it um, does
3: so this
2: this area here is where you are as you can see with this tiny flag here that's an airship port, and um hydro station Biedlot is here let me do a slightly less shitty drawing you go
1: they go yeah that's 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 super helpful to see that
2: that's hydro station biedlot there so these okay. uh these broken and where are we lines, now these sorry, these broken lines here are the tram Mm -hmm. line which is basically like a big pneumatic subway um you all are over here in shastar
0: okay cool. so So we'd have to travel
2: fly yeah yeah. you can you can you can take an airship like over the reservoir and basically just like right over here like this more or less so that's that's definitely faster the only other consideration would be that The airship resources are a lot more strained. The tram system is kind of, like, self-sustaining in a way. Like, it just takes changes in air pressure to run it. So it would take more time, but it would be a lot less costly. Um, The airship stuff, like, sometimes the airship fleet breaks down a little bit in mid-flight. I
0: can help with that. resilient uh, observer just, like jaggedly like sticks a hand out and like claps it probably too hard on this guy's shoulder
3: thank you citizen we appreciate
0: he's like damage uh uh yes and right you're right before he takes his hand away like one of the souls is just like uh
3: Love it. Okay. I'm I'm
2: assuming you saw what you needed to see from the map for now. Yes. Okay. So um it's up to you now. What are you what are you gonna do?
1: Uh airship. Yeah, Quinn Quinn comes up and says I, I think we should probably just take the airship and uh yeah. It it I mean, how did the message start? Great importance, agree. I mean, potentially great importance, but yeah.
0: Okay. Expediency outweighs the need for resources currently.
3: All said. All
2: right. At the airship facility, you enter basically at the bottom of a tower, and there's a there's another version of the pneumatic tram system that just goes vertical instead. Um so the the people there uh the the flight crew seem to be expecting you um there's a great hurry of activity and somebody seems to have been posted like out front because as soon as as soon as you're seen approaching somebody waves and then runs inside and like takes a lift up you know oh they're here kind of thing so um when you reach the actual docking area um, there are way more berths than there are ships there are it, it's 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 3 to 1 there's um six gangways with anchor points where a ship could tie up only two of them have ships um one of them is kind of like a dirigible sort of thing um uh, a a gas bag with a thing hanging off of it um largely powered by um air currents and a big fan um and then there's a um propulsive craft something that like turns essence into heat and uses the heat to push so um they're both there there are there are repair crews working furiously on both of them and a guy um a uh a a very stern uh tough looking like bulky round woman uh approaches the two of you she has a badge of one of the sodalities um she would probably be a scholar the scholars of the furnace transcendent make a lot of artifacts they like build they're like magitech engineers so um she's she's probably the the one who would that's probably who she would be from.
0: So um, I have missed the names that this system uses so bad. Oh They're so God. ridiculous, in, so... in the best way.
2: I love it so much. It's so cool. Um, oh, so, it's so over the top.
1: I know that's why it's so great. Um, I'll. I say to. I say to. Um, ob- resilient observer. You just calling observer? observer. Why do I keep? I'm gonna write it down because I'm. That, see, this is the kind of stuff I'm talking about. What is it? What is it? Just observe, or, we, just observe There we go. I'll put it in all caps. In the wrong channel, just to bother you. Um,
2: <clears throat> Quincis, Quincis, I'll handle this. So the... and Yeah, the, the the scholar comes trundling up to you. You can see she's got, like, scorch marks on her arm. She's been working hastily. She's like, Champions. Are you both lagging yeah. for me? Yep, you're both lagging. Is my internet going down? I can probably improve my connection. Give um, me a second.
1: Mine, mine mine was being a little squirrely too, so we'll give we'll give Flock a tech
0: moment. Yes. Thank you, Discord. Yeah. Well, real quick, whilst we have a uh short lull, uh again, the pledge manager for um P and P's uh new book is up and kicking! If you miss the Kickstarter, um, Nocturne City. It's going to be an entire run of stuff. Um, for some reason, I'm brain farting on the name Blood and Iron. And also, i slide. Yeah. And, I cannot do any better. The plugs are the wrong size. Uh-oh. And also, uh, Sean, the president of Evil Beagle, has his Patreon up so if you are interested in having an awesome gm uh run a game for you help you kind of figure out your own gm style and everything uh check him out uh i believe i have a link in nightbot um, but flock go ahead while i put this in
2: yeah i i thought i could hardwire into this oh, I do not. Uh, modem behind me but the, this this technical interruption brought to you by PBR Hard heart... Coffee.
1: Yes, I yes! tried it. You... I bought some. Oh no, I bought some. No it, it it tastes like a it tastes like a Starbucks um you know the Starbucks uh, espresso things or mm-hmm. don't what? They have a name like espresso those, you know,
2: those little those double shot ones? things yeah
1: yeah like then the cream the glass bottles the Starbucks oh, things those. you can buy like okay. the gas station yeah it it just tastes like one of those but carbonated. It's pretty good. It tastes. It tastes like a very inoffensive, uh, a cold coffee. Oh my that's, god! It's this, it's not it's not bad. This changes everything. I know. I'm not saying it's like gonna blow your blow your mind with the quality of coffee, but it's solid. You know, like it's it's like I said, inoffensive. It's like, well, that's I'm- that's that's a bubbly cup of coffee with some cream in it, and it's got a little booze kick to it, and I enjoyed it. I'm glad I had it. I'd have another one. Wow. I don't wow. know that I'm gonna go buy them
0: Mind because blooming. you know if I'm
1: getting day drunk, then yeah, <laughs> if I'm getting day drunk, then uh, you know, I mean, maybe maybe it would be a good way to start the day drunk, but I can't imagine drinking six of them, you know. Oh, right, yeah. Like uh-huh. I love a good Jaeger Bomb, but like I'll have like one, like I'll have like one Red Bull with all my Jaeger. Like I don't ha- know how people do like the like six of those. Like that just seems like it.
2: Good... Ugh. Or or like our our old homie uh whose uh, uh surname I will use Ellis who, <laughs> who who went through that Irish car bomb phase where he was doing one after the other oh i can't fathom
1: that i, did, I went through a four loco phase so i saw i saw a reminder on my facebook timeline from someone i used to drink them with who said who said at the end of drinking them the the post on my facebook wall was each can of four loco has Six hundred and fifty calories, like a like hundred milligrams of caffeine and seventy grams of sugar. Good night. All it says. I was oh. like, I was like, yeah, that was a, that was, Your liver. that was weird. That was weird. Yeah, what liver?
2: <laughs> I am totally repulsed by that.
1: Yeah, it was a good drunk though. Like it was a good, it was a good feel. You know. Different things have that different you know, scientifically it shouldn't be a thing, but it really is a thing, like wine versus beer versus tequila, or you know, like I think that's totally a thing.
2: Absolutely. Well, you know, one flying ship shouldn't be that different from another, but these two flying ships are very different. The Segway, Segway game just that that was that was
1: yeah. That was amazing was elegant. We get you get a stunt die for that one. And you're the storyteller. So like (laughs) I don't know what you're gonna do with it, but
0: (laughs) use it against us. You don't
1: really need one, but you could. Yeah. I don't know about against us. Maybe like you know, not against us, one against the other. There you
2: go. Well this 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 harassed uh technician, Magitech engineer comes walking up and she sees Quinn coming and so she Mm -hmm. she goes over. She's like, Champion, we're doing the, the best we can to get either of these craft ready. We didn't know which you would be using uh thank you for
1: for staying ahead of this um well, you know we're uh it's just it's just the two of us uh for now, and we're just trying to hurry up and get there so uh you know all things considered repair time speed what do you recommend
2: well, for speed you're gonna want the slingshot she points to the more aerodynamic craft with the the mm-hmm. thrusters on it. I don't know about repair, though. The The gas bag is much easier to manage. It's not comfortable, but it'll get you there, and it's faster than the tram, and there's not as many moving parts. But if, if time's of the essence, and you're willing to risk mechanical failure, then it's the slingshot.
1: Well, I mean, I can... Uh, uh, you know, I mean, I do kind of know my way around this sort of stuff, and I'd be happy to you know, work with your text to get this, you know, as best I can before we head out. I just am trying to balance out, you know, priorities, getting there and all that. She says,
2: she says, oh, you do? Have you, have you ever worked on a, on a, on a propulsive essence impeller? Oh, yeah. I mean,
1: not every day, but I've certainly spent some time with one. That's true, right? I'm not, I'm not lying to her, right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Just, just, just for funsies. Um roll something with your uh your craft your main craft magitech okay i mean i think this is a social thing that you're trying to mm-hmm. like demonstrate to her that you know what you're talking about yeah. i mean so, ultimately you do but i just want to give you a chance to roll some dice and i like it well, well i mean successes. you
1: know now that we're on uh now that we're on exalted like let's roll a lot of die <laughs> right 36 so, dice let's see.
2: four successes <laughs> it- it it could (laughs) too real Drew too real (laughs) you 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 could just use intelligence I guess just to like recite facts about it
1: yeah yeah because I mean I don't need to like deceive right but yeah um all right well that's that's eight again so we'll do a
2: stop roll eight there we go three successes three's good three's good she says oh my apologies champion uh I'm sure these systems will be No trouble for you. Uh, I'm just here to help. He's he's trying he's trying to set her at ease. I'm just here to help. He's like, All right, just just one moment. And then she leans back and like yells at the crew on the on on the Zeppelin. She's like, Half time, half time. And then she uh she's like, This way, this way and she leads you over to the other one.
1: Are you Um, are you okay here? Quinn asks, not understanding the irony of the question.
2: He's like, it hasn't been okay
0: here for a long time,
2: Champion.
1: No, 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 I meant to him. Yes, Observer, are you okay here? Like, will you be okay to wait here for a minute?
0: Observer (laughs) is just standing stock still and he's looking and scrutinizing like the entire crew for like any sign of blight or or anything that's going on. Oh, okay. I bet they can
1: feel it. I bet they can feel that he's watching them. Just like... There's a big soul still statue over there, and it's watching me. Oh, it's alive!
0: He he just says, uh, <laughs> "He says, uh, Quinn, do you need my assistance?"
1: Uh, not for this, not for this. I think I'm just gonna help them out, and
0: we can get it going. Then I shall board and be out of the way. And he just like go 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 like to the deck, but like finds like a point. Uh, a high point so he can just like cuz i imagine this thing's pretty high up so he gets like a good view of the city so he's just like you mm-hmm. know, taking in everything he yeah. can yeah
2: the uh the the ship um if you think of like the typical you know 80s movie fighter jet just extend the cockpit it's like a longer thing it's got room for like half a dozen instead of pilot and and co-pilot but the the body shape is is relatively similar the the wings are less like flat out and a little more out and down they they seem to curl so they can take updrafts or something like that but um i i imagine observer just like standing on top of the of the craft just like Mm -hmm. okay awkwardly Um, or he's not
1: supposed to
3: be
2: right um Mercury, let's just have a, a craft roll here. Um I think this would be it's it's your same craft stat. Um you can add your savant background in okay. dice to this. And um I th- depending on your approach, your specialty might come into play. But um the the problem with the engine is not the way it's designed it's the fact that like this thing has been used it's been stressed to its limit by by wear and so like things that should mesh just aren't meshing like it's a it's a purely physical problem at this point that
1: seems um, like my tinkerer special specialty
2: yeah i mean right? how how do you imagine quinn would go about fixing a problem like that um
1: I think it would be um, uh, equal parts, like, repurposing other, like, well, you know, this seat belt here could be used to tighten this, and, like, you know, this uh, like this retractable ashtray has a piece that we could put in here, and it would, you know, at all while also having a little bit, I would imagine, uh, for flavor, not for mechanical purposes, it, you know, that whole star metal thing of him kind of, like, bending some of it back into shape. Like him, mm. like, just as he's working on it, it does just sort of come back a little bit together, not oh. more than he does his role, but I mean, flavor-wise, yes. as he's doing other things to secure it, it is actually working pretty well, because the material is changing.
2: Right. It was It was meant to.
1: Right. It was always meant to.
2: He He also, uh, going back to your Ghost in the Shell reference earlier, he has his Omni-Tool implant. Yeah. So all of the, the stuff pops out of his hands um okay so which um, i would
1: imagine are the most like machine like part of his body would be his arms would be his yeah. like very clearly like i think kind of like a golden robocop looking hand for him like it'd, sure. it'd be like pretty clearly metal like it may not be obvious because it's not super shiny but it would be like a gold color because their metal is gold right it's been a while no um, it's like a bluish sort of white I thought okay, well Bluish, white. Oh, then then kind of Robocop. <laughs> 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 Not intentional, but you know, I'll take
2: it. All right. So, um I think they're going to give you your your uh the the bonus that they sometimes give you. It says you you can get a three die situational bonus on rolls that would benefit from the use of precision tools.
4: I'll so like I this. think
2: here that would apply so you got your your craft your specialty your savant dice three from this and um this is this is based off decks because you're trying to like okay finagle parts four eight than...
1: um okay so so four from craft four from dexterity what else do i have
2: savant. um three from your savant background to work on magitek okay. and then three more from your omni tool cool 14 Plus, I, I like, if you
1: have any Dex, like, uh,
2: Exalted.
1: I don't think that I do, but that's no, a good. Right. That is a good question.
2: <laughs> if, if we want to talk hiding. about, if if we want to talk about how insane this system can get,
1: <laughs> I know, right?
2: Starting character, fourteen dice. <laughs> well, no, these these aren't starting characters. Oh, that's true.
0: We got we got some experience. That's right. Yeah, I don't. I, I
1: think that's. I think that's all. I don't think he has a Dex bonus that's applicable
0: yeah 14 dice that's it shameful let me merely, yeah.
1: merely only six successes dumb wow welcome back still, to exalted is, <laughs> right yeah welcome back <laughs> welcome to exhausted 14 dice six successes welcome back to exalted yeah
2: yeah yeah now that you mention it, <laughs> it. yep six is still superhuman so oh you, yeah you eat, quinn <clears throat> does something in two minutes that this entire team of trained engineers hasn't done in the past six hours, and they're all just like, "What? That can? Uh, 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 there's a couple of. Them he's trying like, to talk. There's no. There's no way that can. And then the engine he's... ignites. Quinn Quinn may not may not
1: be fully aware that it was because of his supernatural ability. He might think a little bit of like he's like just because I know this stuff and that's what I do. So he might have a little bit of the uh, imposter syndrome. You know, where he's like, it's not because I'm that great; it's because I just have done this thing before. So he's trying to explain to him what he's doing, leaving out the fact that some of it is almost certainly supernatural that he's done. Right. Like, I mean, obviously he knows about his Omni tool, but as he he's like, he's like, oh, we'll see with this if we have applied 7.4 more pounds of yeah. I'm sorry, 7.4 kilograms of my bad. Got to be a metric. That's right. That's right.
2: Well, you you rapidly get the ship's engine back to peak performance. And, Excellent. Uh, the the main engineer, the 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 woman from the scholars who came over to you, just sort of shakes her head. Uh, you you see her like bow her head for a second. She she mumbles something, and she says, uh, "She's just like plat champion, absolute plat." It's slang. Platinum, very valuable. I like it? I like it. Oh, thank you. Thank you.
1: I just hope uh I hope these, you know, he he kind of shakes his like perfect work. He's like I hope it holds. He's not being
0: sarcastic. She just she's like okay. Observer True. trumps off of the roof of the ship and goes in and just like walks past everybody, sits down and like buckles himself in.
2: Okay. It's uh the two of you, there's a pilot, there's a backup pilot and i don't think anybody else would be coming with you um well actually there is somebody else in there um from his robes and the shape of his soul gem um, you can tell that he's a cleric he's part of the spiritual hierarchy of autochthonia um he has a, a symbol showing he has some sort of middling rank and like special responsibilities um he introduces himself as amner um he's like i'm I, he's like hello i'm 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 special lector amner i uh apologize for uh not greeting you outside the ship but i was uh told not to move by the sodalts and so i haven't been moving.
3: Uh, this is I, very considerate of I, you, citizen. We appreciate your efforts.
2: Thank you, Champion. I I'm aware of both of your titles. I I don't wish to be disrespectful by addressing you by name, but um, if if I may, you can call me Quinn. We are comrades.
3: Very very noble of you. Uh, the 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 pilot's
2: like okay. We're, strap in and uh, this priest is like oh uh, does this thing work like this he doesn't seem to quite know what he's doing
0: observer Buckling like himself. his arms extend and like octopus around this dude and like click him in
2: I knew it I knew it I'm just setting up shots and you guys are just okay. we must he's keep like... you safe <laughs> oh, thank you
3: excellent excellent work There's a
2: there's a shuddering throughout the ship, and there's like a Mm. and the the like aircraft the like launch thing detaches from it, and then there's the ship starts to fall. It like free falls for a second, and then the engine kicks in. uh, It's like Mm. as soon as it takes off, the the pilots like. Mm ignition <laughs> sorry everybody and you're off you're hurtling through the air at respectable speed uh, is that just the... under
0: ludicrous speed yes
2: we're not, well, the plaid. We're yeah.
0: not plaid. no
1: no um i uh, uh uh if if this uh is this guy trying to talk to us yes okay quinn's trying to be polite but also like like looking at the ship and like watching what's happening and see if he can see any moving pieces and he's listening. Okay. It, it, and more of like an excitement. He's more enthusiastic about it than worried.
2: Okay. Oh, look what's happening. Yeah, yeah. We're not falling out of the sky. <laughs> Holy crap,
1: it worked. What I did worked, guys. Did you know this before you put your life into my hands that I would do something that wouldn't fail? Amazing.
2: The uh Lector Amner he doesn't seem to have any doubt about it. He just sort of rolls on as if you know nothing unusual is going on here He says um champions I, i've I've been sent by the Theomacracy to impress upon you the special importance this has to uh not just the National tripartite Assembly of which I've been made an honorary member but The nation and 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 the whole of autochthonia of the eight nations this problem of the silence has potentially vast ramifications i don't know what you've been told about it uh what your brief uh, includes but what i've been instructed to do is impress upon you the fact that if members of the populat
3: do not speak then they cannot pray Without
2: prayer, the machine gods do not get the essence they need to carry out their duties. So, this is potentially a tremendous problem for the nation and for all of us.
3: Uh, so, yes, I was sent here to tell you that.
1: It does sound really bad. <clears throat> and, uh, uh, Quinn, Quinn's was listening but he's he was like not not super looking at him he 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 looks over and it's like it's it's really bad he says that sounds really bad then he says it sounds really bad um do we have any idea what's causing it do we have any um leads do we have any leads on this
3: I'm not
2: uh I'm no longer a spiritual investigator um I I was for a time, and the uh, easy answer would always be, um, is some form of heresy. Um, there's no um, existing accounts of a heresy that takes this form.
3: <laughs> so... If you were sent here to... I'm sim- not a
2: lot of leads. If you were sent Sorry, here Drew, simply to... Relay this information, why have you accompanied us? I was told that messages like this are too important to be carried out indirectly, and that you needed to be told face-to-face. Also, my um, flock has um, become so small that I, in my normal duties as lector, Became redundant, and so I'm now assigned all manner of special tasks.
1: When Quinn looks a little worriedly at 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 observer, like, hmm, um. Does this? I mean, I know we're in a world. Um, I mean, in the game. I mean, obviously, in the real world, we're definitely awash in bureaucracy and incompetence, but. I mean, in this world, is that is that not that unusual to see someone just like, you know, the needs the uh, the the bureaucracy has been expanded to meet the needs
2: of the expanding bureaucracy. Well, he makes it sound like he used to be, to use you know, Earth metaphors, he was a priest of a parish, and then his parish got so small that it was absorbed by another one.
0: So, sure. Um. Uh, obs- okay um observer thinks that it's weird that this guy came along when he could have just told them this while quinn was working on the ship like could have contacted them especially since he was like standing there like looking for people um so observer's just gonna like unclick himself from the seat and like tromp over and he he is not meaning to be intimidating but this is you know he's a big soul still dude and he's just going to like get in this guy's face but he's like read he's trying to read him like he's trying to like use all, a bunch of his charms and stuff to see if this dude's like hiding some type of information or something you know, like he, he that you know um yeah mhm
1: like okay. the idea of visually since you don't have a personal since you don't have personal essence your automa just starts immediately. So this big black terrifying statue comes over to him and looks down at him and then starts to radiate wicked cold energy that just like turns the entire cockpit cold. Ugh. I love this game. Mm-hmm. I love this game. How could I not love this game?
2: I don't know. I don't know. So, so you're 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 trying to read him to see if he's like concealing something from you?
0: Yeah, I'm just I I, want to because I've got the the dill. I'm trying to find. I've got a cheat sheet of uh, my charms. Um, Nice. Well, yeah, you can can, go ahead. You
2: can start with perception and investigation i mean if, if if it comes to a role, I think we'll we'll link those two, but what charm are you thinking about?
0: I was thinking of secondary sensory upgrades um, where he can mm-hmm. use uh hearing and touch version of keen sense technique from exalted, which just mm-hmm. means that uh I'm trying to remember mechanically what it does. i meant to grab the book i th-
2: I think those give you. Some auto successes. Yeah. So
0: he's just trying to like hear if there's like a tremor in his voice or some type of inconsistency or something like that. But he's also looking if like he's perspiring or Okay.
2: Um I'm just in the uh in the gameplay channel, I'm just showing you the syntax for adding automatic successes. Oh wait, no, that's not it. Shit, I fucked up. Was you it? can you it,
1: can do. Um, I did it earlier. You can use these if you flank your command, and it'll uh, look like this. Um, if, those are those back ticks. Josh, that 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 mm-hmm. if you if you flank oh. your command with that, it'll it'll come out like that, and it won't register as a command. Um, it's it's how we share code. Mhm.
3: I thought this. Oh, because I put the number in. That's
2: what it was uh okay, it's like that okay so you go dot roll slash a s and then automatic uh, success oh, cool right and and that number if you use that charm drew that number i think is is your essence so okay four. so four
0: and then yeah so
2: dot dot roll slash a s four and then do perception investigation
0: okay uh seven successes
3: Okay, so, um,
2: he, you're, you're trying to see if he's concealing anything from you, um, okay. Or, and, or, and you're or get some,
0: the... yeah, get some type of read on him, because it just seems odd that he would, like I said, come with us when it, it seems completely unnecessary, and he's got people back there that are, he's responsible for, like, this is very, you know, this right. is not what one of the proletariat should be doing. Populat. I right. keep using proletariat. Well,
2: Technically he's not the the, the proletariat. That's, there's that's right. There's, there's the populat and then there's the tripartite and right. he's part of that.
0: But, but he's he supposed is, to take he is care low
2: ranking. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Um he you can you
3: can hear him sweating. <laughs> <laughs> um and in fact
2: I think you can you can hear his his throat he seems to be like almost saying things he's like sub vocalizing he's like he's like preparing things to say or 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 whatever you you can hear him like starting to talk and then stopping but um just by getting up in his grill like that and and waiting he's he's just he's just like he's just like
3: Champion, I'm sorry I didn't want to do this. They made me come. Ooh. The authorities, the, the higher ranks, they they think I'm useless. They think I'll die out there with you.
0: He just cries. Oh. Okay. And oh I, I only had to use four motes of essence, so it's just like you know like bits like yeah while like creepy bits of essence are like lifting off of him like he he grabs him by the chin and like pulls it up to his you know so he's eye to eye to eye to eye he's just like will not perish while you are with me you
3: have my word
0: and he just like and sits back down and thinks to himself that was incredibly comforting
1: i really made him feel better
2: Uh i helped someone (laughs) i helped someone (laughs) right so the the air the air journey is gonna take um two shifts you're in the air 10 hours because you're well yeah it's about that
3: why not um i i'm just
2: riffing on distances here sure Um so um I'm just gonna fast forward through the journey so we get to the the meat of the story here. Um Um, 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 when um. you (laughs) crunch, crunch,
1: crunch. What's our what's our time frame for tonight while we're skipping over some time?
2: Um I'm good for whatever.
3: Drew? Uh, uh, What
2: what are y'all's limits? what do you need
1: um what time do we usually it's 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 uh it's 11 east coast time right or almost 11 yeah do yeah. you think we could do like eleven thirty or eleven forty-five? yeah we would that we, be cool we can I, get I know we're getting day. warmed up but we if, can get into it ship by then cool yeah <clears throat> that'll be enough okay i don't i don't want to be a debbie downer
2: that's fine that's fine um at the airship dock the uh in in Station Biedlat, you see something almost as weird as you guys are. You see Farseeing Paragon, who is um a little with with the lower body I'm about to tell you about, he's a little over eight feet tall. He does not have humanoid legs, he has like a spider body. And um, as you quickly learn, his torso is kind of a turret, he just sort of like spins. On this housing um but he's he's fucking huge um spider legs and all and he's golden he's just glowing um his his eye sockets have been extended out of his head so his eyes jut out a little bit Um, and he's he's also armored although observers uh quick eye would say okay he's wearing this this isn't like attached to him but he has he has armor. He's got a um, he's got some kind of uh, staff weapon strapped to his back, but um, he's he's the only one at the airship dock when you get there. And and this dock is small. Um, it's definitely the tallest building in town, which is not saying much. Uh, you can tell pretty quickly that Biedlat is a one-story settlement and so this airship dock being like three stories um makes it the tallest it looks a little rickety uh the the pilot complains about it as he and and he shuts up as he attempts the 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 docking um when they when he finishes it you can see him just sort of like shake it off um he looks back over his shoulder at the at the priest and he's like say bud you want me to say i uh <clears throat> found another berth for the return trip he's like you could you could get me out of here so they're kind of having that conversation as you guys get
0: off the ship and uh paragon clacks over to you i kindly thank the pilots for their wonderful job of getting us here safely as do i but in a less terrifying way right yeah they're like
3: you're welcome you're welcome um, uh,
2: so yeah, this golden, uh, spider-dryder man clacks over to you. He's just like, comrades.
3: Brother. Paragon
2: something, right? I'm far-seeing Paragon.
3: Yeah! You are the,
2: mo- you are the mollifier of the Unquenched Thirst for Knowledge. But you can call me Quinn. Quinn, Understood.
1: Quinn Quinn uh, uh, looks at the camera, surrounded by two very serious gargantuan, (laughs) intimidating all chemicals, and him just being just sort of a relatively normal looking person. Relatively, yeah. He he does a he does a jump from the off of the camera like, yes noted. (laughs) He's like, (laughs) fucking guy. I imagine he's going to be doing a lot of those (laughs) with these two next to him.
2: Sure. Um. So. (laughs) Paragon says
3: you've come at an unfortunate time. There is a demonstration happening right now. Explain why we Look go. What's going on?
2: Yeah. Uh so he he has to like scrunch up to get in one of these pneumatic tubes to go down and in fact with the two of you in the in the in the vert the tube he's just like I will meet you at the base. You see him walking down the side of a building. Um, he he meets you at the at the bottom, and um, right away this town is weirdly quiet.
3: Um, he says,
2: "Local sufferers of the silence have assembled. This is the second time since I have arrived. They gather in public places and stand mute." it is difficult to determine what they are unhappy about but they are refusing work there is not enough there are not enough regulators police force of autochthonia there are not enough regulators to contain the, to contain this whatever it is i must admit i am at somewhat of a loss they
1: they don't show they don't have any signs of demands or Behavior? Are they
2: resistant? Do they stay there forever? Do they go home? This one has just begun. The last time they
3: stood for an hour, they some of them could be moved, but force had to be used. It do was they fight? Do they fight back? Some, not all. Hmm.
0: Has any? And then when they go occurred? home. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Has any manner manner of encouragement been given to encourage speech?
3: All manner of encouragement. I. And he looks around. He he like swivels on his trunk. Um.
2: He says, y- "You're kind of in an open air area here, and um." Buildings in Autochthonia tend to be pretty close, but there's a sort of, like, pathway here from the um, station to uh, a large building at the other end. Um, He says, comrades, I know our briefing insists that we report right away to the local assembly and do the swearing ceremony for our group. However, I would speak with you privately for a moment. I think that's well, a good is... idea. Resilient mechanized observer, I feel the need to justify myself to you since this is irregular behavior.
3: Proceed. There is a
2: grave matter which I am afraid not many mortals will understand. I I would I wish to speak
3: to you of it briefly. And
1: Quinn nods and follows, and Len looks and looks at Observer like,
2: "Come on, yeah, he's tromping after." I mean, Paragon seems to be like checking that it's okay with you specifically Mm -hmm. as the soul steal in the
1: group. Yeah, so um, As the narc, the soul steal of the group.
2: (laughs) He um, he walks over to a uh, building that. Um, it's just like a, a pumping station. It's sort of just like the building is like a housing around a big machine. There's enough room for a couple of repair techs to get in there. Nobody is in there at the moment. So he comes he leads you in. He's like clambering up on the pipes and shit. And he makes sure, sure the doors are shut. And He says um, he says well, he shows you first. His eyes, because he kind of has the extended sockets, his eyes move back A little bit and then they glow um he says i I demonstrate for you i have installed essence sight oculars with them i have observed
3: spiritual malfunction among the malcontents makes sense there is a disturbance in their essence patterns i have not yet identified it a melody It's difficult to say.
2: My training is not in the spiritual welfare of human beings. That is possible. Other possibilities include
3: possession, a lingering effect of a charm, or spiritual power.
1: It's something that uh, doesn't seem to flow
2: into them. It's something that's wrong with them internally again I have not yet made that determination it only recently occurred to me that the problem might be might be determined by essence the local tripartite assembly was insistent that the population is simply restive and uncooperative I have observed both that to be true and other things to be true
1: Well, certainly, a more mundane behavior would be uh, uh, explained by spiritual tampering, by essence corruption of some sort. That's not really my specialty either, but that's a that's a good find. Um, And you're speaking with us in private because it's not politically acceptable to say that. Are you concerned that the?
3: What are you concerned about?
2: You are aware of my previous assignment last year, Um, the Yurikonur Mining Settlement? I I, I think I saw some debriefings.
1: I know I helped work on some of your loadouts, but... I was not briefed. That's 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 right, right. That that Quinn would have, I mean like that that seems appropriate to me that Quinn yeah. wouldn't necessarily have a deep knowledge of it, but that would be like, oh yeah, I mean I worked on it, but there's a lot of stuff
2: sure. going on. I I I like the idea that some magical machine you worked on is in him. Yeah, I like that too.
1: Even if they don't know.
2: Like even if neither of them really know, like that, that yeah. Um Paragon turns to observer. I understand you have been in contact with my batchmate, noble unseen
3: patriot. Yes. Patriot and I, like all of the members of our Assembly, excepting, of
2: course, Rectifier, who was destroyed, have all been sworn by the National Tripartite Assembly not to speak of certain matters that came to light during the Yurkanur expedition. But I will tell you I am proceeding with extreme caution
3: in this matter because I believe the two are related. Expand. I am sworn not to, comrade. There is little more
2: I could say that would not constitute a violation of my oath. The Assembly does not wish this information to be made available outside itself. It is a matter of national security.
3: Acceptable. But uh, as you see things, like...
1: I mean, things are kind of right in front of us and they seem relevant. Like, you know, I know you just met us, but, like, we, we get it. We get why it's important, you know?
2: I wish to brief you on this matter because I don't believe it would be proper for me to make a decision. To share this information with the assembly without consulting you first, they are firmly entrenched in their opinion that this is simply bad behavior on the part of the sufferers, and they will be resistant to the idea that they are victim to some sort of essential interference. I have not made my findings known to them, but I believe those that will be their response that's why I Wanted to speak to you first.
1: My experience, whenever people want to line up and lay ideological blame, especially at the hands of, at the, at the, at the they put it in the, at the feet of mortals, they're, uh, I think it's usually something pretty simple, is uh, they're operating off of wrong information, or they made a mistake that they're covering for. see allow
3: us to do our due diligence so that we may inform them correctly. Very good.
2: Yes. We must observe them directly at this ongoing action, but we are also obliged to report to the local assembly and conduct the swearing ceremony. (laughs) So, he takes you out of this pumping station and yes
0: yeah above table we need to do that before we deal with the the people correct
2: um he seems to be taking you in that direction okay he he takes you out of this pumping station back onto that sort of central thoroughfare and as you're headed down that way you can see between some other buildings there's like a there's another sort of square over there and you see a crowd through there but he he leads you toward the the big building at the other end of the, the street, the uh promenade.
0: Okay. I I would I would ask him to give me directions as to where we need to go and would take like a, a circumambulated detour of as to like observe these people, like just kind of keeping the pace that we're we're doing, but like split off and just kind of get a a casual observation as as okay i kind of make a circuitous route to the same destination and just be like 5 minutes behind
2: um yeah he just points to the big building he's like that's where we're headed we need all three of us there to do the thing but go ahead take your take your look i will arrive so, exactly
0: in 300
3: seconds <laughs> I just met him I today.
1: That. I I just met him today too, and I I think that's true.
2: Uh, okay, so Quinn and Paragon proceed to the uh, the the meeting hall where the national or the local tripartite assembly meets. The assembly has one member from the Theomacracy, the spiritual bureaucracy, one member from the Plutarchs, who are the planners and economists and stuff, and then one member each from the five sodalities, the five guilds. So there's seven. There should be seven people in there. Um, Quinn finds out before Observer that um, they're they're down a person. One of the one of the five Sodalts is missing, and you gather or find out from asking that um, the person who usually represents the surgeons, the meticulous surgeons of the Body Electric, that guy. Uh, that, that that person is out there in the crowd, and they haven't chosen a replacement yet. Um, but meanwhile, Observer takes a side path to look at the crowd, mm-hmm. check them out. Yeah. What, what exactly is he looking for?
0: I mean, he he spends his life, like, looking at people and everything, and he just wants to see if there's, like, any odd behavior or body language or i mean he he is a, a, aware of the reaction that he instills in people just being in their general vicinity but he attributes that to being an all chemical um more so than mm. to what he actually is so a creepy fuck yeah so he's going to try to he's just going to Try to get a general feel like start to kind of get this going because he doesn't expect to like have an aha like right away or whatever, but he wants to get a baseline.
2: Okay, so um,
3: let's start
2: with just a perception awareness role, I think. is he trying at all to not be seen or is he just sort of walking out into the open be like i see you
0: uh he he's gonna like he'll pause at like the mouth of an alley or something like that and let people just kind of walk by but no he's not being like trying to be stealthy or anything
3: okay gotcha uh
0: seven successes on eight dice
3: nice yeah. Also welcome to Exalted.
0: Yeah. We talk okay. about P and P being swingy. Yeah.
2: yeah. True. Um okay, I just need to find something real quick.
3: Okay. Here's the file that I wanted. Um Okay, so with seven, he noticed a few things. First of all, um,
2: there is communication among this crowd. Some of them are doing it with gestures, and they're not just doing regular, like, um, fuck you, I'm hungry, go over there. Like, there's kind of a gestural language going on. It it doesn't seem to be s- to the point where there's an alphabet and they're, like, spelling out words or anything.
0: But they can get there's general sophisticated- concepts.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of it seems to be um, like he he observes at at one point um, people quickly signing directions to like, you know, like, hey, go, you know, you three go over there kind of stuff. Um, The area that they're in um, has a big wall with a mural on it. It's like a, you know, propaganda mural showing um, an image of the town with its like reservoir there and like little water elementals over here and like everybody working together and it looks great. Um but they're like milling around in front of this mural. There's like there's like three regulators and maybe, you know, like 20 people uh in um, among the protesters and they keep shifting to like keep the regulators away from this certain area. Um he also notices a lot of them have um augmented or replaced their clothing with um things made out of fur lots of little furs sewn together That's and the only odd. mammals in the only mammals in autochthonia are rats so those are presumably rat skins okay um and finally with seven successes He observes that what they are trying to conceal
3: is graffiti that they've done. Hmm. Oh, here, hold on. Hold on. There. And, oh! Beep, beep, beep. Can you see it? Why can the Chosen still speak? Yeah, it's up on stream, too. Um, one of the, somebody from the crowd. Well, okay.
2: I guess we can let the dice decide this. Um, dice, dice. Drew, you dice. said observer is observer is not trying to conceal himself. Uh huh. Okay.
0: Like he's not trying to be like, look at me, I'm an alchemical. But he's just kind of like walking through the crowd, which I mean, he's fucking eight feet tall and right. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. <laughs> he he
2: sees he sees one person notice him. Um, she's a tall woman. Um, she's she's wearing a, she's she's in the uniform and has the soul gem of a tripartite you know high class person she's like a she's probably a plutarch yeah she's 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 got like a toga like an artificial leather toga and um, when she notices him she just she just looks right at him she she like she does her best to make eye contact she just looks right at him and then she does this she, with her, For those of you listening at home, she taps her mouth with her fingers, and then she gestures toward him, and then she throws up her hands.
0: She just repeats that. He's He's got about 200 seconds left. He's going to go walk over to her and just stand real close.
2: She's a she's a little intimidated. Obviously, she she takes a step back, but she she repeats the gesture and then she points to the to the graffiti.
3: On, let me think. He he would be quicker than this. But um, when she, when she does that, he'd be like, um, "Was your voice taken?"
2: Was that a question? I missed the first part of it. Uh,
0: Was your voice taken?
2: She opens her, she nods, and then she opens her mouth. She's like, you, you can see her mouth moving, like she's making speech sounds, but nothing comes
3: out. Are you not chosen? She points at you.
2: Let's have his lore real quick. Okay. Intelligence and lore. I
0: think that's a whopping four dice. Yep.
3: (laughs) Um. If If a cult is better, you can use that. Uh, Uh.
2: Nope. Same. And one success you got one and you would know that chosen is an archaic term for champion mm-hmm. meaning you alchemicals
3: uh he he'll just say um we are here to repair what is broken Be patient a little longer.
2: He nods, she touches her heart, and then she
0: kind of tentatively reaches toward him. And he puts his his hand over hers, says, uh... She she
3: shivers involuntarily from the cold. Even if you may not be able to speak, prayers can still be offered. So and then he'll
2: turn around and Okay. When, when he turns to go out of the out the back, he sees that the, the rest of the of the protesters turned to they've turned their they're watching him, except one who's ex- in some sort of heated gestural exchange with this woman. You know, he's like and she's she's like no 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 she they seem to be having some sort of silent argument okay he's going to the, the
0: rest he, of the he's going to watch this exchange for as long as he can from behind
2: okay um you don't know their gestural language yet but it's clear that this other person is is kind of like why the fuck did you do that kind of thing okay and um he can also see the regulators Watching him, and while the crowd is distracted, they sort of shove through and they've they've seen the mural or the the graffiti on the mural now okay but um after that you you get to the the main building where the where the trip the local assembly is um Quinn and Paragon have been briefed on the fact that um one of the uh members of the assembly is actually among the crowd out there, and um Aragon has been like, you'll have a list of uh, people who are potential replacements. Let me see the list. As you can see from our briefing, I have the authority to pick somebody. So he's he's immediately being like, we need to get this post filled right now. So he's just sort of getting in on that. And um, meanwhile, somebody has, has come over to, to Quinn. Um, it's just like, there's uh, one more in your assembly, I understand, champion.
1: Besides, um, the two of you. Oh yes, the um, I my my see earlier about my brain being a little fried. Observer. I, I just apparently cannot remember uh, people. Yeah, Observer. No, there's Observer and then there's oh right right right. I'm with Paragon. See, this is what I'm talking yeah. about. I knew this was coming. That's another reason I was like I probably got to wrap up soon because I can feel it coming. You're I good. can feel my brain frying. Um, do we need to? Is this scene? Do you still like this scene, Storyteller? the way the the
2: he, he basically just gets the three of you together and has you swear some sort of um procedural oath that you know as members of an assembly you're going to
0: look out for yep. each other whatever whatever that kind of thing true mm-hmm. is it, what i'm piecing together is the woman that observer interacted with is she the missing member of this council
2: you f- you figure no, she, she must have been somebody else in the crowd that he okay. missed. Although she's of a similar social class to that woman. She has a different role. Okay. Um so uh once you've completed the ceremony, Paragon just sort of looks to the to the two of you. He's like, I believe our first objective is complete.
0: And then that looks like I relay the information of everything that I ran across with the gestural language, the shifting regulators away from the graffiti. Um, they've replaced their clothing with fur, um, and then w- what I communicated with the the woman. Okay,
2: so you're sharing that with with all the people in the room? No, 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 just this... just the two alchemicals. Yeah, okay. just the three of us. Okay, the 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 local assembly, the local government, um they they don't give you a a moment alone willingly. One of them the head of the uh Plutarchs is like, "Champions, we have a petition here to to request a change of orders that you be tasked. Not that we know what your tasks are, but we must insist public order needs to be kept here. These actions need to be stopped we need you to find whoever is organizing them and detain them so that this sort of activity can continue
1: and you you maintain that these people are engaging in this voluntarily right you've seen that this is a this is a uh, a social unrest this is a backlash against some action by your leadership
2: of course what else would it be
1: well what's changed Something's changed. There has to be something that led to a breaking point, if that's going to be the case, if there's this level of insurrection. This is very serious. Stopping prayer, interrupting work. Obviously, it's your prerogative that we get that fixed, so we need to understand what brought it on to begin with. So something happened.
2: I've looked at dozens of these kind of things. They... <laughs> role manipulation. No, 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 okay. They, 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 no, no, I'm, I'm kidding. They, they mutter amongst themselves, and it's pretty clear after a moment, especially the way that some of them start stuttering excuses. They don't know what's changed. They're so, like, this, this is the change. This started happening.
1: Right. So what we need from you, what the three of us need from you, is you need to find out what changed, and you need to talk amongst yourselves if any policies changed, among your immediate, like the people, your immediate delegates. The people you delegate your authority to. We need to see what changed because something changed. Some rations got cut. Someone fired someone or incarcerated someone who was beloved by. There's always something like that, right? Like that's how this goes, right?
2: So um the head of this local uh, authority steps up and it's just like, champion. Need I remind you that while we are grateful for your intercession, it is the place of the champions to carry out lawful orders that they are given yes. by assemblies like ours.
0: and yeah. that, that is what we are doing from one
2: higher than you.
3: One of the other ones is like, here we go,
2: nationalism.
3: We and, respect
1: uh, your authority, and I'm telling you, this is how I need to help you, because I want to help you. I want to carry out lawful order, and the best way for me to do that is to know what caused this purely mundane social unrest.
2: While you guys are going back and forth with the, the Assembly members, Paragon has taken this petition form that the guy has, and he's he's looked over it. He, um, he wraps his big golden knuckle on the table. He's just like, point of order, comrades he holds up the form he says this petition
3: is improperly signed, denied and he hands it back
2: my guy he has hella bureaucracy <laughs> <laughs> I was like what do you need in autothonia spider legs uh, spear that shoots essence bureaucracy for
0: <laughs> he's gonna go far he's mm-hmm. gonna go far yeah yeah He's the next city. The the, the yeah he's of, got
1: this guy.
2: Actually, that's what they're grooming him for. But <laughs> your characters don't know that. Um, so this whole matter of them like changing your job doesn't happen because they haven't filled out their paperwork properly. Um, they seem really reluctant to help you in the way that you've asked them. Um, Will be so noted. Right. They're like, well, yeah, sure. We'll detail people to you. With all these work stoppages, we got to, it's going to take a while to find somebody. You can report to this area where there's lodging set aside for you, and we'll send you help as soon as we can. And, you know, it seems pretty clear that they're going to drag their feet. That's but, fine.
1: Know. I'm just getting them out of our hair, giving <laughs> them something to do to be useful.
3: They, um,
2: once they've stopped blustering and they've sort of made clear that they're not going to uh, do any more, they seem to sort of ignore you um, as Fantastic. best they can. Fantastic! Um, once you our our, your- our plans worked,
1: <laughs> <laughs> let us do let us do our things. Go away.
2: Uh, so they've they've set aside an area for you that's basically just a square building, and they took all the stuff out of it. It's just an empty building, um, because alchemicals don't eat. Uh, they don't have to eat. Oh, that's right. Um,
3: they don't need to sleep don't either. Shit. Right?
2: Um, no, but if you go too long without sleeping, um,
3: you get then it affects
2: your it it affects your essence respiration That's right. Um actually I think you do need to to eat you, you don't need to breathe. That's what it is. That pesky cool. lung capacity. Yeah, yeah. You can't die from starvation, but if you're starving, you stop like regaining your motes. Oh. Well that's that's pretty serious. Mhm. Yeah. Right. So you you do still need to eat, but you you don't need to breathe and I think there's you you might not need to sleep. I I forget. I'd have to look that back up. But anyway, when you get into that space observer shares his um what what he's seen and um paragon is like
3: this this interaction suggests that there is something from outside causing this that she would confront you in this way. She seem to be asking for your help. Agreed. Well, this is most vexing. Do we want to
2: sneak in like a ten minute scene before we go, or do we want to call it?
0: If we can cap it at ten. Well, I'm, I'm yeah. down for another scene.
2: Let's let's get a zoomed out thing here. Let's sort of cover one scene quickly of what you're doing either individually or what you decide to do as a group next. Like what's the next move after this?
3: Hold on, let, let oh. me finish reading this real quick. Okay.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Could I try something? It, it doesn't specifically let me know this, but you know this isn't something that's your scenario. I don't think is specifically for in game, but where mm-hmm. I have a tr- uh, soul gem transponder overlay, could I mm-hmm. use that and see if their soul gems look wonky for the people that are yeah. silence? Yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah,
2: you can do that. The the crowd will have dispersed by this time, but you'll still be able to find those people and you can you can observe their you can, like, analyze their soul gems. Yeah, you can okay. do that.
0: Okay. Like, I can do that quickly and then we can uh, do this scene, like, it's not something that needs to be a protracted action or whatever. Okay. Um,
2: if you want to say he, like, jaunts off on his own to do that real quick, give me um, Perception Occult.
0: And he'll he'll let the others know that he's
2: he's doing this. Okay. Um, do you want to use your perception excellency for this?
0: Yes. I was just looking that okay. up. It's a die adder. Yeah,
2: w- one mote per die. I think it caps at the attribute, so you
0: can you can double your perception. Okay. Um. I'll. I'll just dump three into it so my anima won't go crazy. It'll just, like, start leaking out some. Okay. Screams. So, instead uh,
2: of, like, like torture victim screams, they're just, like, 80s hair metal screams. Right.
3: I <laughs> have <laughs> eight, nine dice. Ten successes on nine dice. Nice. Get out of here. Wow.
2: Wow. He's, he's living up. Okay. To well, you have solved
1: all of it. <laughs> yeah.
2: Whatever is going on with these people, it's not something that is originating from their soul gems or like hopping from gem to gem. It's not. It. It doesn't have to do with those. Okay. You can tell because the soul gems of everybody you see are functioning perfectly.
0: Okay. You had to make sure the souls of the Populate were safe.
2: So what other moves would you make individually or as a group? I mean, if um, if that's like what Observer is doing, Quinn could be doing something else during that, and Paragon could be off doing a third thing. I could tell you guys what he can do, and you could be like, have him do this. Or if it's like, well, all three of us do X, whatever. Let's just have
3: one more move. See. I'm checking my character sheet real quick. Okay.
1: Quinn's pretty, Quinn's, Quinn's pretty uh, occult crafty. Mm-hmm. And I would imagine he would have, well, he only has one dot in linguistics, but I'd say his intelligence could carry him in terms of interpreting this language. He's likable and human-looking enough. Like, the other two are so just alien. Like, he's still clearly what he is, but, you know, he's human-sized, and he's able to move around among people. So I think his zoomed-out goal is to pick up some of this language so he can communicate with people a little more clearly. Okay.
2: Um, Let's have that be his, like, solo thing. And then um, I'll, I'll tell you... First, let me tell you what Paragon can do. You okay. guys task him, and then we'll have a roll for for Quinn to see what he can learn. So um, Paragon, most of his charms are like essence, or they're like perception and intelligence based. Um, he has like sensory stuff. Obviously, he's big. That's one of his charm packages. But um, beefy boy is a charm package. <laughs> Thick. They, yeah. they have E H I C C. Yeah they they did something cool in second edition which is you you can get a charm called manifold transhuman implants and each time you buy it it gives you a certain number of mutation points and you can go into like the core book and the and the lunars book and pick mutations and you just have mechanical versions of those Aww, that's, that's awesome. cool it's it's very it's a very smart design move um so I just gave him spider legs, big and like a, a speedy one to make him move faster. Nice. So um he's he's weirdly mobile. He can like climb on walls and surfaces. Um he also has the like this probably isn't useful in this situation, but he has the like metroid grapple gun kind of thing. It's sort of like limited telekinesis. That's
1: cool. It's does it grapple him or is it more like a beam to pull things to him?
2: Um, they say you can
3: use it, it. You
2: they say specifically you can use it to lift yourself up. They say you like because it's a beam. Mm-hmm. It's not like he moves mm-hmm. things with his mind. He yeah, fires a right. beam, and he can use it. They're like you can anchor it at a point in space and pull yourself up to that point. Or if somebody shoots a thing at you, you can grab that thing and That's um, super cool. Yeah, I I seem to remember there being something like this in the first Metroid game.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Super Nintendo one for sure. Right. But and I but, think the the GameCube ones as
2: well. But most of his stuff is is in here. He's he's very smart. He um he's like he has like post human intelligence. His eyes are really enhanced. He you know. So the he's the like, like a like mix
0: between our stuff. two characters almost. It sounds like.
2: Um, Kinda, yeah. He he's not a crafter or a tech guy. He knows he knows some like low level magic. He has thaumaturgy, not sorcery, but um his his main interest is in like the like city. It uh, is in like metropolis and metropolis bodies, like how alchemicals advance and grow, and like how cities are designed. I have an
0: idea for him, Drew. So do I. Go ahead and toss yours out. Yeah, we'll we'll see.
2: I like that. Um,
1: I think I think his his original idea of like like what tracking essence. So if he's like a big picture guy and he's like able to uh uh, see patterns and see like city sickness that type of thing. Like if he's looking at how cities grow, then you'd also know how cities get sick and how they're suffering. So if the source of the sickness was in the people themselves, is it something descending, if it's something coming from under the earth. Um, I know, I know observer's doing his observing thing, but this is the more specific like essence. Yeah, yeah exactly. Tune in, which, which we don't really do. Okay. Uh,
0: yeah. I, so he will go ahead. I, I like yours. The one I had, I I think yours is better, but I was thinking that he could look like, go and look into like uh, records since he's high bureaucracy, go in and look at records and see if there's any, like, deviation on, like, the people that are silent. Like, if there's, like, some type of connecting factor between the, mm. like, some type of common thing that may have been a cause. I like
1: that a lot. That's, I, I, that's, a, that's a really good idea. And we could combine that with my idea earlier and say, see if there's been any leadership change. If there's any people who suddenly got transferred in at a higher level any okay. reports on supervisors or council members or anything like that that have been Okay. they're deviant. Okay. You know okay. not just the people who are silent but the people in charge. I I I, like, I think both. I think you could look at both.
2: Okay. So so you'll 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 send him first to look at personnel records to see if there's been big changes. That's a finite known
1: quantity, right? Look yeah. at the city is kind of abstract, but like but, but, like, go through these records and look for
0: Drew's could, idea, could, look for the give people who are silent. A starting point of your idea to, like, mm-hmm. which part of the city yeah. to look at. Because they would track the whole population. They would have records of everybody. Mm-hmm. right?
2: So um, I'll I'll come up with something for him. But meanwhile, let's put a role together real quick for Quinn. Um, so it's going to be intelligence and linguistics and keep in mind you do have an intelligence excellency the 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 first augmentation is a is a dice adder just like what we were talking about with uh, observer just then so you could add
3: up to 5 cuz it caps at your intelligence
1: Were you telling me this? Yeah, I, yes. I I'm, I'm so sorry. I missed it. I'm so sorry. I thought you weren't talking to me, so I just kind of, I kind of turn your volume down a little bit mentally. I'm so sorry. Say that again.
2: Um, f- to to figure out the like gestural language, you're gonna you're gonna roll int plus linguistics, okay. and keep in mind that you have a dice adder for your intelligence. Sweet. So if you spend max motes, you can basically double your int for this roll.
1: Wow, yeah, that's cool. That's that's the five motes, right? Yeah. And doesn't it come back high. quickly? Is there? I mean, I'm 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 always thinking of solars. Solars is always my reference point for for this. But I feel like like it doesn't, essence, come back really quickly just by being around, being alive, and not being in danger.
2: Yeah, you you just sort of like respire slowly, naturally, and it cool. also it comes back faster if you're sleeping or meditating.
1: Stellar. All right. Yeah. Let's let's uh. Let's burn those five motes and, and get that 11-point dice pool. Unless I have anything else that would be beneficial to that. I'm well, not
2: sure. You guys could always spend a willpower point uh, for an auto-success, or you could channel one of your virtues. Ah, uh, yes. So many version? dice centers.
1: Right. Uh, well, compassion. I mean, his goal here is to make sure, like, he he doesn't believe for a second that it's real, and he thinks these people are victims. Like, he's not like, oh, this is people being assholes. He's like, no, these people are being victimized not only by their leadership, but also by...
2: Whatever this other thing is. Yeah. Okay. Does that count? um, Yeah, yeah, totally. So, you know, mark somewhere that you've spent a willpower on this, and then add your compassion and dice, which is four. So I think you're up to 15. (laughs) That's right.
3: No,
1: no, no! Isn't there a re-roll? There's no way I got two successes on fifteen dice. That's I hate hard, everything. Though. What? Uh, is there? There's a
2: re-roll mechanic, right? There's, I think usually you have to have a charm. But yeah, there's it. a charm for it. But um, why don't Do I you have just... that charm? That's bogus. no, I I I didn't give you that. But um, so then... it's your fault. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I did build these characters. It is my fault. Um, let's just say that you oh, can no. try Going it again. Two successes. <laughs> e, that's why I was upset. That's such bullshit. <laughs> why don't Why don't you try again? Because like you can spend the moats again, and that's no problem. You could. Yeah. Um,
1: I'm not gonna spend that prep- willpower again. I don't want to burn through my willpower. So that's.
2: Uh, that's, uh eleven? That's still eleven. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. Yep. That is that is absolutely batshit crazy that you got two off fifteen. I, I just I
1: know, right? I'm gonna put this in chat. I wanna put this in chat. This is this is people gotta see this. That is that is that is bananas. That is that's the garbage roll. Look at those ones.
2: It's crazy. Awful. But we're just basically going to say that the second one happens instead, Great. Great. and um, Quinn learns a language slightly less sophisticated than ASL in about an hour. Cool. From a, from an hour of watching people and like taking mental notes and putting it together systematically, he learns to speak this thing that they're speaking. Cool. Um, when you guys reconvene and two more minutes here. Yeah. When you guys reconvene, um, Paragon tells you that he's found that um, there haven't been that... He's like, no no major personnel changes have been observed. There's the usual flux of personnel between Biedlat and Ice City Lodniki across the reservoir. Some of this transfer... Says, he says, This is a, a, a regular pattern. This has been going on for years. It's uh,
3: not startling in any way. I did, in the personnel notes,
2: notice there has been an uptick in hygiene complaints from certain sanitation officers who have decried wearing of rat skins. They find it aesthetically displeasing. However, there was a response to the complaint. One of those censured filed a counter petition, saying the oils in the rat skins are superior at keeping off the damp.
3: I don't know if this is relevant, but it seemed odd. Why would why would anyone not of the populat or no he says he says this seems a trivial matter but it has been there is there is a hidden debate about it in the personnel
2: files of a number of populat workers
0: it it's trivial mm-hmm. trivial in the sense that someone higher up would bother filing a complaint and worrying that the populate was wearing these is that am i reading that correctly
2: paragon is basically like why does anybody give a shit about this
0: okay but
2: yeah he from from what he found that the complaint originated with somebody from one of the sodalities like a like a conductor or a or a harvester who was like why is everybody wearing rat skins now? That's gross, right? Like that's got to, you know, they, they made an argument that it was unhygienic. Okay. And um, somebody else, somebody who was accused, some like popular foreman, somebody who's like not high class, but has a bit of rank is like, hey, look, we're out here working in, in, in the wet all the time. And these things have oils that keep the water off. So
3: it's useful. So fuck off.
2: Okay. Uh, and then we'll 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 end on this. Paragon is like, apparently, some of the local children have been keeping them as pets. And he does a weird, shrug-like gesture, like he's seen people do a shrug to convey something, and he's trying. It. So his clarity that, must be high. Yeah, his 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 perma clarity is too and you know it can fluctuate after that beyond that so he's probably at a 3 or a 4 right now
0: so me drew uh refresher like rats are like you the drew only, yes yes rats are the only like and like what we know as a natural animal that exists but they're they're generally not like pets and stuff like that like they're still considered a nuisance or some type of nourishment
2: Sometimes people eat them,
0: right? But they're yeah. not generally. But I'd imagine like, they'd
2: still be seen as
1: gross, and they they would chew on cords and stuff. Like they would be, they'd be a threat to machinery, like they are mm-hmm. in the real life. So okay,
3: yeah.
0: I just wanted to make sure. I, I'm just guess, I'm just extrapolating.
1: Exactly.
0: Yeah. Go yeah. On. Word. That's
2: that's that's good. That that all makes sense. Uh, you know, if you if you've lived in a built environment your whole life, everything around you is made out of metal and shit. Then there's this like weird furry meat bag running around, you're probably just like, Oh but evidently not some people. Or or maybe they're like, Ew, kill it and wear it. I don't know. It's warm. But
3: yeah. Right.
2: But that's that's his last report. So if and when we pick this back up again, we've we've figured out the gestural language. We've determined it's not a problem with the soul gems. There's something going on with rats. So maybe we'll cool. come back to the story another time and figure out what the silence is about.
1: Hey, we can, yeah. <laughs> we can, right? It's just us totally now. Can.
4: Rats.
2: Question mark. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: Excellent note. Concise. All right. That's all I got for tonight. I'll let you guys go. Awesome. Fun.
0: I enjoyed it. The, the real burning question that all of our viewers are afraid to ask is the painting.
2: Oh, only painting? the viewers.
0: The amazing, the amazing painting.
2: Oh, it's so great. What could be better than a painting of a dog? A painting of a dog with a painting of a dog.
1: <laughs> Yo, dog, we heard we like paintings. <laughs> so we painted your dog next to a painting of your dogs. It, it, it's it's it, an it old always, meme, but I just, I feel like it's got a lot it, of juice. It's, it's I feel appropriate. like it's really,
2: it's totally right. spot on the other thing this makes me think of is, is that, is that Hail Mary Malin lyric where he's like, my motherfucking beard has a beard. And then he's like, my motherfucking dog has a dog.
1: Hey, my rooms got rooms. Rooms. Little Yeezy. Those are called closets. Closets. (laughs) All All right. right. Awesome. Well, thanks everyone. You want to sign us off?
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, as always tells from Stringersburg, uh, Prowlers and Paragons. We didn't play it tonight. We played an old favorite of ours, Exalted. Uh, but next second w- edition, yeah, second edition. So next week, what, what you, what you feeling there, GM?
2: We'll, we'll figure that out off camera.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we will be back uh, next Monday, nine o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Come and join us. Hang out, and uh, everyone have a lovely evening.